Hello, everyone, and welcome to State of the Realm. All right, I'm taking a break from Final Fantasy 16 just to give you guys a show. I didn't do it last week. I didn't. I just forgot to do it last week. We're here now. We're talking about the raid tier, which is only like 16 days old, and it feels like it's been out for I don't even know how long for me. Yeah, we're just going to be talking about that today, going over Anabasio Savage. So, I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Happy. Of course, joining me is Sly. What's going on, Sly? How you doing? I am here. I exist. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing okay. That's doing that's okay. it. You right. exist. That's. I exist here, so you don't get fined. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's all right. Watch anyway. Lynch. Yeah, no, that's fine. Slides. Make make yourself a drink. Get comfy because I got a lot to talk about today. Hey, don't drink today. Don't drink today. I mean, it's all back here. I got some some strawberry lemonade. Okay, that's, that's a drink still. Just not an alcoholic one. And, of course, we had to bring on some guests, some fellow Raiders, to talk about this latest tier. So, joining us again, first time in a while, actually, we have Svee. How you doing, Svea? Hey. I'm doing good. Because you look so surprised, uh, like I wasn't going to say your name. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's 5 a.m., all right? I'm I'm grabbing coffee. We're doing fantastic work. Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. It's worse now that I've moved to Australia, right? It used to be like either 7 or 9 a.m. that I'd be on the show with you, but now it's like 5 or 7, so the things I do for you. Thank you. We appreciate it. No, always a pleasure to be here. You know that. And also returning, I, I don't remember the last time you were on either. We have Whoops. Hi, Whoops. It's been a minute. Hi, what's up? Hey. Not, nothing much. That's it. I'll Just woke up. Got some coffee as well. I'm so unique. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate feeling, you all make me feel 10 years older. Every time. All of you. What, really? Everyone's Shut like, up. oh, I'm waking up at 11. I'm wake, I'm up at 5 in the morning. I'm just like, I wake up at 5 in the morning. Listen, man. Got some things to do on Destiny. Takes till like <laughs> 3 or 4 a.m., okay? <laughs> does it have to take till 3 or 4 a.m., wow. or do you want it to take Unfortunately, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I was going to introduce you as now Destiny 2 streamer and Final Fantasy 14 part-timer whoops, but I forgot. To do that. I was <laughs> yeah, with do the that. with how the content comes out, it's weird to say that Destiny actually has more things to do right now than Final Fantasy. But that's probably because I'm joining late, so yeah. yeah. I'd imagine a, somebody yeah. who's been playing Destiny 2 for the last however many years might disagree. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, same it's only, it's it's actually yeah, it's only because I'm new that there's so much to do. But that's good. I'm glad I could pull you away from waking up and immediately logging in just to do this. Oh, show. please do. Please pull me away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, don't want to take too long to get into the topic. So real quick, just thank you to our sponsors over on Patreon. Thank you for supporting. You don't have to. You choose to. And Sly and I, we appreciate it. So thank you to that. And, of course, Steel Series Advanced GG, both of you, thank you as well for supporting the show. So. Hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, dude. Um, it's only been 17 days since this came out. Why does it feel like so long ago to me? <laughs> must have been a rough couple weeks. What have you been up to? I went to LA and I've been playing the 16 demo for the past four Ah, days you traveled. Straight. That's what it was. I yeah, traveled. It's an hour plane flight. It's not like. 
<laughs> Listen, going to the airport takes like at least a month off your life, in my opinion. <laughs> just, just be, well, going to LAX takes a month, month off your life at the very. Oh least. yeah, <laughs> I'll say, I'll say that. But yeah. No, SFO and, and Oakland are both. It's like a week at most, I think. But even still, it just feels so long ago. Sly, what were you gonna say? No, I was just, I was just gonna say, um, yeah. See, like I have a. Uh, for all this present, I have a unique perspective here as, you know, I decided to sit out and not PF until, you know, I get people I trust. So, uh, I, I kind of feel like I'm going to be kind of moderating this, seeing as how all of you have done the content. You, I mean, I've done normal, but that's the extent. And again, I'm waiting for people I trust. So I kind of want to kind of lead into this with, Starting off with, um, you know, this being the, the final, the final raid tier, the final bit of raid content we're getting for the expansion. Um, how did you guys feel about it? Um, where do you think it stacks up in terms of final tiers? Go ahead, speak, cause I'm going to info dump here when you're done. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Okay. Uh, in terms of final tiers, I think. Promise was really good, so that set a really high bar, in my opinion. I think uh, Final Omega, that here, Alpha Scape, I think it was, was um, was a little worse than that, so it's pretty hard to not be better than that. Uh, and then before that, you're kind of looking at the old design of things, so I don't really tend to compare things to, to Back in Heaven's Water and Rome Reborn these days. Mm-hmm. But of mm-hmm. those three, I would say this is probably... I mean, it's still week three, right? So my opinion is that of someone who's only done these raids a couple of times, a few times at this point. And we all know that when things are recent, we generally think of them a little more highly. Um, the the seven months of farming this haven't hidden yet, so I'm still having fun. I actually enjoy these fights. I think it's a really good tier overall. And I'm going to put the big disclaimer on that, that it is still week three, though. This this opinion may drastically go downhill. I know that this was a big problem in the previous tier, Abyssal. So a lot of people thought, oh, great, there's so much unique, innovative stuff going on in this tier. And then, like, you know, it took maybe a month and the cracks started showing. It took, like, a week for Abyssal. Still lying here. So. <laughs> well, it depended how, like, how, how much good you wanted to see in the tier, I suppose. Um, but this one feels like it has a lot of good. Overall, I think it's a, a pretty solid tier. Like, like an eight. Tentative eight. Mm. Which, for me, is, is mm. high praise. And promises a nine okay. or a ten, I'd assume. Yeah, yeah right. eight and a half, nine. Yeah. Okay, fair. And Haps, we'll go with you uh, before we get to the info <laughs> dump from Whoops. Um, yeah, how are you feeling? You, it won't I mean, be that your, your long. experience—that's <laughs> fine. He um, basically he, he summed up exactly what I was thinking. Uh, previous okay. final expansion turns, like. I I really I, I don't know if anybody else can share this sentiment, but I did not feel that wow factor from phase two of P twelve. Am I alone in that? Mm-hmm. Like, I really thought like not talking about mechanically or like how the fight worked or like the timeline or like how it felt to play certain jobs. Just like literally the transition into what the final phase was. I was like, wow, that's it. And then like the song just put me to sleep. I had to mute mm-hmm. it and put on my own music. I never looked up at the boss. I I was like, oh, she's slamming a tentacle again. Wow. And it, it looks exactly like the first phase, but she's got like some stuff behind it. I don't know. It didn't, it didn't wow hmm. me. 
my okay. my take on that is I did feel the same, and I think it's largely because at this point we expect the door boss. It was cool and promised because you're like, oh yeah. shit, look, it's a door boss. But, yeah. And the previous years before that didn't have that, but now it's just like we're getting a door boss, we're getting a door boss, and then of course we're getting another door boss for the final tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you expect it, it just it, it slows the quality a bit for me. Mechanically, though, I don't expect them. Hmm. Mechanically, I thought this tier was fantastic. I thought every one of the fights was very fun. Um, phase two being the weakest out of the five, I guess. Like creatively, um, yeah, yeah. I I I didn't think there was that much um, puzzle solving IMO for P two. At least difficulty-wise, I expected it to be more difficult. I think that Seeing changes. One was. I think that changes if you do Pangenesis blind versus a little behind right. people. Right. I but think a I little mean, bit, yeah. like, yeah, still. I don't think it's that crazy. It's not fine making a phoenix in like P eight kind of. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So I feel hmm. that. Yeah. And yeah, and we'll get into the fights and and. um mechanics uh, a little bit later but apps you i so i guess I'll, I'll use fee's judgment of the last three tiers i agree with alpha escape i think i like alpha escape more than other people do other than final omega doing the stormblood thing of repeating the second half of the fight which is my number one biggest complaint of stormblood final boss design it's like oh you've done 50 percent of the fight you've done the whole fight and it's just like ugh, just don't like that um that being said yeah definitely the lowest of the three Promise is a little tough for me to judge versus this one because Promise was sick. Yeah, and the problem, but the problem is, if I were to try to look at, I have to try to treat Anabasios as if Promise didn't exist, and Promise existing lowers Anabasios' score strictly because of the third fight. <laughs> Because Fatebreaker came first, and like I imagine, if this came before Fatebreaker, I like the 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 thought would be reversed in a sense. I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, Fatebreaker's just like so." It's like it's cheating a little bit, you know. Um, that being said, I still think this is one of the best final tiers that we've had, and a much welcome change of overall feeling after Abyssos. I was just I was so glad just that it didn't feel like Abyssos even in in week one because that was. Uh, Abyssos I don't like as a tier. I like like a few things about it. And this Asphodelus I loved, which was makes Abyssos stand out even more, like across the whole expansion. It's just it's just crazy how much Abyssos fell flat for me. But yeah, I share the sentiment of the second boss to some degree. Although I actually like the music, the Ivalice stuff. You know, like I Yeah, I imagine if you like the the Ivalice stuff, Mm -hmm. it was probably like, oh cool. But (laughs) And her voice lines are ten out of ten in the whole time. Absolutely. (laughs) That's that's probably a side note I should add. Is that like I, I really like Orbone Monastery. I have no idea what the hell's going on there <laughs> or the, for the rest of the raid series, but yeah. Uh, every time the P12 boss talks in phase one and in phase two, I'm just like laughing. It's like oh. a, it's like a reference, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. So she says the things Thunder God Sid says. She says the things Ultima said. She's, yeah. She's, right. She's, yeah. She quotes a bunch of them, but just that the is way, cool. the way she says it though, specifically in phase two cracks me up. Only I, <laughs> her like, voice lines were so campy, right? Yeah. They were so over the top. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I not help but laugh every time. Yeah. 
Every, I, but that made the tier, I, it, it goes to show, like, I, I think that actually makes the tier almost win for Promise over me. Only because, like, with Promise, we really only have 11 and 12 being voiced, which, and that's, like, some of the best memories of Promise is, is Fate Breaker yelling whore. And yep. it, <laughs> Hibachi! <laughs> like, there's just, it's such a memory, it adds, like, such an element. And that's kind of, and this whole tier being voiced gives it that feel, cause, like, I'm pandemonium, and these are my cells. I, I love the voice acting in all the fights, actually. Yeah. 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 Like everyone remembers the fights from from the voices from the thing, and it just adds that layer that's not mechanical, it's not visual, it's 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 it just it it embellishes the whole thing. So mm-hmm. I think that alone, if I were to just judge it not solely based on mechanics, would push it above um, promise for me. But I think mechanically and actual fight design wise, I think promise has to pull ahead still, especially because Fate Breaker came before uh, Elidibus. That's like a huge reason. Totally get that. I, I do want to say that when you're talking about Abyssos being bad, and and, and I don't even know how to say this. Anabasios. Anabasios. Yeah. And and Anna Banana. Yeah. Sure. Anna Banana. Banana. Yeah. 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 Yes. The I, I feel like part of why Abyssos sucked contributed to this tier being good, particularly in the third floor. You've got a wall boss with a really unique floor where they just missed the mark. Right. They the big tree. Sucked. Everybody knows that that fight was cool for like three days and then like, hang on a second, this fight is actually pretty bad. And they kind of took the lessons learned from that fight, put it in the second fight of this tier in P10 and actually created a really unique and fun encounter. I think people hate that because it's hard, but I think it's really fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, it, and that brings me to my, my next question. Um, so yeah, you said it's kind of difficult to uh, compare uh, compare, you know, tiers, uh, from other expansions because of design. Um, one thing I didn't want to ask is, um, you, it's semi-fair to compare difficulty, however, and how long it took you to prog certain fights. So, how would you, all of you feel about the difficulty, um, between, let's start with this tier of Panda and, uh, the other tiers of Panda, and then, and overall, Overall, now that we have all the tiers, difficulty prog-wise from this set of savages versus other expansions. Man, that's tough. Prog difficulty is so hard to like. I, I, I like it's it's it, you kind of remember it, but then it starts to fade into like the reclears and like it get kind of. I mean, I mean, there, recent by recency bias will be a thing. I've, I kind of yeah. feel, but you know, yeah, try to be as fair as you can. Okay. Uh, I feel like. This tier was really kind of the most, obviously, the most endwalker of all fights that we've had so far, especially in, in the terms of the design yep. philosophies they have and the way that mm-hmm. they do fights, which is figure out like a, a very cryptic and, and unintuitive mechanic. It sometimes oh you'll my be God, looking yeah. at specific visuals and then stand and spot and watch mechanic result. It happens a lot. And that didn't used to be the case. A lot of the times fights felt more interactive previously, like way, way, way back in the past. It felt like you had more agency over the fight. Now it's like you do what the fight tells you as opposed to you control how the fight goes. Now, that's a different type of, I guess, design than previous. So I find it really difficult to compare like, oh, which one was more difficult when you've got really like fundamentally different fights and complete designs. But if you compare it to the more recent things, I guess, 
like promise is probably the most obvious. Uh, they're still pretty similar. They're, they're trending towards Endwalker design and promise, but it's still not quite there. Um, I think promise was easier outside of lions, but everything else in uh, this tier, I think in the last fight particularly was harder. I think this is probably the hardest second floor we've had since Blaster and Brawler, the boys. Um, it's, yeah, it's been a really, really long time since people have actually been walled on a second boss. Um, so that was a, a you know pretty big slap in the face for a lot of people in terms of what they had to overcome to, to get past. I think the third fight was easy. It may just be because my group had... It just, it just meshed really well with our group. We smoked that fight. Um, I remember seeing fight, how many how many pulls you guys had on the third fight. We were like, wow. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> it was less than 20, wasn't it? Something. Yeah, it was real quick. And the first Incredible. fight feels really slow, and then it has what feels like a really out-of-place difficult mechanic, and then it feels really slow again. So it's like... The, the difficulty is all over the place, in my opinion. It feels like there's parts where it's like ridiculously hard, and then parts where it's kind of easy and cruisy, as opposed to the more continuous like flow that I think Promise had overall. Yeah, yeah. I would um, I would say that you could define this tier as every fight has two hurdles, and as you, and those define how quick you get through. Like, yep. Um, the first fight has LC1 and LC2. Um, LC2 is not hard, but it absolutely gets people more than you think it would for what it is. Um, you have uh, Bonds 3 and Harrowing Hell for 10. I'd say those are the huge, the, the super big hurdles. Um, although you could probably see lasers. Bonds so. 3 is the cannons. Or are you talking about cannons or no? Bonds 3 is where it's just a half room and then the spreads and then the, the bits oh. fire the lasers. It's a disaster. Yep. Every every time I see it, it's just it's a disaster. Like I did a number of groups that you have to heal or LB through Bonds Three and then have to do Harrowing Hell like normally. <laughs> I very hard. I, I actually got sent a clip yesterday of Harrowing Hell of a team failing to make the wall and then the healers rescued each other as the knockback happened and then they LB three'd after. Yeah, I was I wondering that yesterday. That. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know, know you could do that, that right. but I I watched a clip of it happen. And I went, wow, <laughs> gamers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can also do the usual, like, you know, have a healer jump off and try to do yeah. the whole thing. But, you know, you don't want to have to, but, you know, you can. Um, yeah, because it's. Synthesize fish. What happened? Which they did disabled. <laughs> the synthesize fish or repair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can cancel the knockback with, uh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was. How many, that people, was how many people got banned for that? Like. Wait, people actually got banned for it? Yeah. They posted a list, didn't they? Okay. I didn't see that one, but uh, that's really funny. They were like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah. For anyone who's wondering what happened, there was a clip in, before Savage came out of normal mode where people just n completely mitigated the knockback of Harrowing Hell by desynthesizing a fish in the middle of the fight. <laughs> it just canceled. It just, just stopped it from happening for some reason. And they got banned. Yeah, so any of the knock, any of the knockbacks which cause you to do like the tumble over yourself instead of just the standard like knockback and slide could be negated by forcing yourself into some other animation, whether it be repairing or desynthesizing, something like that, right? I think yep. even Melding Materia did it. Um, but all of those things, you just didn't have to interact with that mechanic anymore, which was pretty unintended. And I think that probably works for a lot of other ones in the game. So don't do that. You will get bad. Yeah. yeah. Bad. Yeah. It reminds me of the unintended, going back to Heavens, remember Fluidor on Manipulator? <laughs> 
Oh, and the boss can go flying walk. around? Yeah, you could actually <laughs> knock back Manipulator by, by using Fluidor on him. That was for, like, a really short amount of time, right? It was with yeah. one so, small micro-patch, and then it was gone the next one. So it was, like, a period of two weeks where you could just knock the boss around the arena, and <laughs> then so it was gone. It was so stupid. Um, yeah, but for, I guess for... And then, um, honestly, I guess just Dark and Light is probably the only real major hurdle on the third fight. Uh, and I, I wouldn't say that the first... Because there's like a dance at the beginning with all the clones. There's a dance at the end with all the clones. I wouldn't really call those hurdles, though. It's, it's more like just a mechanic, I guess. Yeah. There was like, I guess, three different mechanics that you needed to understand both the flavors for, right? Yeah. For that third turn. And if you, if you conceptually understood those, you could do the rest of the fight. Like, in one shot. Which is, I assume, what happened with Sui's team, right? More or less, yeah. Yeah. No. Figuring out the tethers was the only bit where we were like, oh, we have to stop and think about this. Everything else was just like, oh, yeah, do this. Yep. It's done. One pull. Yep, that's partners, that's out, that's in, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, please, please just give us light. Just give us light. I don't want to give us light. Just give Dude, us light. light was so much easier than dark. <laughs> just give us light. I will say that P12 is, like, Almost every mechanic after the first one is a hurdle for a majority, oh, yeah. more majority no, of people. No, door boss was amazing. Yeah, very, very good super, boss. super good. Like, I, the, I, I loved the tilt mechanic. Oh, the light and dark tilts. That's what they're called. Yeah, the the, oh, the towers. Yeah, the the oh yeah 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 the dark and the light volumes, basically. Mm-hmm. However, whatever people called them, that was. Very cool. It's funny because I expected that to be an eleven. Like that, when I saw the mechanic in twelve, I was like, I, I thought that's what eleven was gonna. Like I, mm. I thought that was gonna be the whole theme of the fight, not just the tethers. I thought, I thought that that fight when we were doing the normal modes was gonna be a lot of super chain bullshit, just like chains everywhere, just like constantly going from spot to spot, dodging AOEs. It kind of was, but once you recognize the patterns, the the real hard part was the tilt stuff and the towers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that mesh that mesh actually ended up being really fun. One thing I will say about the door boss particularly is that it was the first time that I actually felt like Endwalker hitboxes were properly utilized with like smart usage of the arena and taking away aspects of the arena and forcing you into certain areas and things like that while still having a big boss hitbox. It felt really useful as opposed to, oh, we just made the boss hitbox big so we can force you to do a big chariot. That's it. Now, this time, it was like, oh, we're we're actually, you know, creating innovative ways to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And So, for me, that's probably the biggest shining point about the door boss for me. Like, the the bit where you've got the um, the the last towers before limit cut, that bit there in particular, like, oh, this is why Endwalker bosses are like this. Or when should have people been. going all the way to north. And <laughs> so- yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I I did like that because as a melee, there wasn't there wasn't a single job or role or mechanic I ever had to do in that fight where I had to, no matter what, completely break contact with the boss. And that and that wasn't that fight. Thank you. That Ray wasn't just like a mechanical thing, but yeah. 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 And on also a decently executed limit cut phase as well. Although I will say, we'll talk about it a little bit later. Uh, uh the ads phase is a little. Yeah. Uh, there's a little jank to it. Yeah. Tiny bit of jank, but you know, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. And yeah. And then phase two was 
you had to have done it's it's one of those fights if you weren't the first group doing it you probably didn't get as much out of it as you could have yeah used. and that's probably part of the reason why i didn't enjoy as much as i thought i would mm-hmm. yeah. um it's because everything was solved by the time we got there right yeah i will say that the theming of phase two was really cool a whole bunch of like disproven scientific theories just back to back after another pyrotic theory, caloric theory, phase one too. Super, super chain theory is another is yeah. another one. Yeah. yeah, so all of these things are disproved theories, and then it finishes with uh, God. What's the name of it? Ignor Ignorabimus, which is from the the phrase like we all, we don't. What is it? The Latin maxim Ignoramus et Ignorabimus, meaning we do not know and will not know. That's the enrage. Yeah. Just saying, we don't know shit. All these theories are wrong. And there's kind of a little play at there being a flat earth theory thing thrown in there as well, but I'm not sure if Wait, that's exactly what? what they were going for. Oh, you know the, the, the bit where you zoom out? The UAV. And you yeah. go small? Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe ain't an angle for flat earth theory being thrown in there, but no, theming wise, really, really cool. I think it's on par with the fourth fight where it's all a play, right? They, they do that yeah. whole storytelling part really well in the fourth fight of, uh, the first tier. Another 12 fight feels the same way. It feels cohesive, I guess, stylistically and thematically. Yeah. That's one thing. I mean, I, I look back and I kind of miss Asphodelos phase two, like, uh, the fourth fight phase two. Like, look, yeah. it still is my favorite final before enrage sequence with all the tether breaks and the conals and everything and the curtain call or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. still, I think, the best executed, like, last 20% of a boss that we've had oh, in the whole expansion. Curtain call is very, very cool. Yeah. What was no, you? What were you? Was, wait, wait, wait! Whoops, gave me a. No, that was For me. What? That was me. Oh, was oh, that no. you? That oh, I thought me. it was. I thought it was. Yeah, okay. yeah, because I, I, I couldn't stand curtain call like, as a, <laughs> like as a final kind of like last few minutes of a fight kind of mechanic. I couldn't what? stand that shit. You've gone through uh, all the acts, and now everybody gets up and takes a bow one by one, just like at the end. I of did a... like that. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I mean the name, like the name convention. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of smart a little bit, but as, as a yeah. mechanic, like I couldn't fucking stand it. Oh, and wait, um, and one more thing before we go on. Not only are all the theories disproven, but the way she says "fact" makes it sounds like her theory is fucked. So it's like even more. <laughs> My yeah. theory shall be proven as fucked. <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before we go into each of the fights individually. Um, as, you know, as raid teams, you know, um, you, you kind of depend after the first day on that bit of rest. So, how much sleep did you get in Prague? I know how much sleep speak on. Oh, that <laughs> was rough. On the last day, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, we went, like, I think the first day was about 20-ish hours. I don't remember exactly how long. We slept, I think, Jesus. five and then we went 25, 26 hours the next day. Yep. So we were, de- we were on, if that fight had a DPS check, the last fight, we were never killing that thing. Was, <laughs> all the kill POVs are just the sloppiest play you've ever seen. Our dancer yep. walked off the platform just from holding W too long. Yeah. He was that tired. It was, it was real bad well, in our kill. Tell him what happened yeah. in our clear. <laughs> What didn't happen in our clear? <laughs> we left the paladin dead for like 40 seconds. Zach the was on the floor for like a minute what? while we were doing. And we, we one shot the last like three minutes of the fight, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we, we got past Kalar 2 once and cleared on the same pole. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Such a silly, silly fight. 
But, because the day prior, we spent 10 hours on Pangenesis. Yeah. Uh, or more, I think. That was a big yeah. exhaustion play. The next it day was, we uh... came in and it was done very quickly. <laughs> Woo. Hold back, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, man. I understood it. <laughs> Oh man. Um all right, so well, Oh, as for ahead, rest, yeah, we just agreed on getting eight hours yeah, of an extra. Yeah, I, I I was actually I felt I felt very well rested every day. I got mm-hmm. I got time to like I got time to wake up in the morning and play a little bit of Destiny before I got on. Oh my god. I, like, I made coffee, took a shower. <laughs> Dude. Oh god, this gamer. This Tuesday gamer Tuesday right was reset, okay? I I had I had so much spare time. What was I gonna Jesus do? Jesus Christ. I, I did my little island sanctuary stuff in the meantime. It was awesome. This gamer right here. <laughs> no, right. gamers is what's feeded with the Mr. Five Hours of Sleep. That's, that's the yeah, real gamer. That's right the right gaming. Here. That's the real gaming. That was hard. Um, I will say one thing on like just a closing statement on this being the end mm-hmm. of this, this progression of raid cycles through, through Elpis and stuff. I am so glad we don't have to fight any more old Greek dudes. I've like it's been this old Greek dudes for for years now. Yeah, we'll just, find uh, more just give us a dragon, Greek dudes. Big fucking dragon. That's also, all I want to deal with right now. Yeah, I um, I'm making an audible. I don't know okay. who's gonna agree with me. We gotta we gotta stop with the phase two wall bosses. Also, we're gonna discuss also, that. We're gonna discuss that in in a whole like on um, like on a whole different topic later. But yeah, I. I had that pointed out, like, because... One more thing? Yeah, that's... Go ahead. <laughs> We've also got to stop with, um... Checkpoint door bosses. Yeah. I I miss Shiva and Titan so bad. Oh, oh boy. Yep. Yep. Oh, boy. Yep. Period. Yeah, okay. we're going we're gonna to have next a whole topic. different... Yeah, we're going to have a whole discussion on that. I'm sure we, we will. To, once we get to P12. But yeah, let's go ahead and dive in and uh get right into the first fight, P9. Um what were right. your the best first turn in this game? Damn. That is extremely high praise. Why would you say that? I oh that's that's coming from somebody who started raiding in Shadowbringers too. But I've done everything many times. So uh-huh. I didn't I didn't get to experience the magic of anything pre Shadowbringers. Right. Day one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, the worst, yeah, the worst. Uh, first fight. Yeah. Probably combined with the magic of doing it day one and getting to like figure out stuff um, and just all the different experiences I've had doing previous things, I think that's the best first turn. Just full stop. Are we, not not are, by a lot. Not by a uh, lot, but it overall, I think, the best first turn. Svi, I want to see if okay. I can guess what our answer is going to be to that. It's in response to thinking of best first boss. Alpha Escape? Alpha Escape is chaos. up there, yeah. but if you're not saying Red Thinks Twinkle Dinks, like, what, what are you on about? Yeah, that's no right. gonna go, okay, I was trying to keep it recent, yeah, but you're right, yeah, yeah. Uh, A5, definitely. A5, the yeah, yeah. there's no way that the fight where you turn into a monkey and, and bash the balls around is not the and best fight. And you get to turn game. into a bird? Exactly. You get to slap bombs around? It's yeah. not at all. Right. Yeah. I thought A5 was fucking goofy. I'm sorry. I, is exactly. goofy. I also thought I could, it was goofy. I couldn't take it seriously. <laughs> it I couldn't cool. take it, it seriously. His great. name is Twinkle Dinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I call him Twinkle Dinks. Yeah. Yeah, I call him Twinkle Dinks. I couldn't Dinks, take it seriously. Yeah. 
in terms of this fight though, P9, I think it felt a little really inconsistent and difficult. I touched on this a little bit before, but the parts mm-hmm. that weren't hard were like you slept through them. And the part that was hard, you're like, the jack eyes open meme, right? You just, it's, you have to wake the fuck up now, but then the rest of the part, like, you actually coast through it. I would, I would describe P9 as this. This is the start of the fight. It's first mechanic, second mechanic, third mechanic, fourth mechanic, fifth mechanic, sixth mechanic. That's, <laughs> that's literally, cause the first is literally pairs in out or spread in out like three times. And that's like, yeah. okay, why'd you waste my time with this? The second mechanic is the front a rear combination, and that's anywhere from this was really easy to fuck you game, depending on which pattern it is. Yep. Uh, and then you have limit cut, which, you know, I sure did love having a blitz ball mechanic in the fucking first fight. That went great. Blitz yeah. ball mechanic? Oh, because he kicks the ball? The yeah. animation's in the game, happy. I know it's in the game. It's also in, like, soccer in real life, so, you know, it's, I'm, not, I'm just going to let that one ride. And then you have the behemoth face, which is really strange. Like, it was just like, cause that's the next thing. It's the behemoth where it's like, oh. With the, yeah. like, it's just like, why is this here? <laughs> it's cause he's consuming the ether of all the things in the yeah. ethereal sea, right? Well, yeah, I, th- I think the going theory is that that's, those are all bosses from the crystal tower. It's Scylla, Glasla, and the behemoth all from the crystal tower. So the martialist is oh. punchy guy. Because he does a lot of the same attacks and animations as both of them, except for Scylla, who doesn't really. Glaciolabolus? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the going theory that it's, it's their souls because of the behemoth being the behemoth from the Crystal Tower specifically. Yeah. And then Scylla being kind of a. The mage, yeah. Yeah. Magus. Magus? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a fine enough theory. I mean, there's, we don't have anything to disprove it, and I think it's, it's perfectly logical. So, yeah. Uh, all right. I'll go with that. I mean, when you're when you're talking about all the souls of the ethereal sea, I mean, like anything goes. Right? Yeah, but you can't help but feel like they want to grab something we yeah, might be yeah, able to yeah. identify. You know, not just a random mate. Like we we have to rationalize it in some. I'm way, just. So. Wait a second. Sidebar lore question: When it, if and when a dragon dies, like a great worm, do their souls go to the ethereal sea if they're on Eorzea? One would assume, because their eyes have been absorbing Eorzean ether for... So... Are, you, are you thinking in terms of Retra? Well, no, any in, ter- in terms of any dragon that Kakatos okay. could have eaten and given to us in the fight. Like, what if he turned into a dragon, is what I'm saying? Like a, like an actual, like, first brood. Yeah, he probably could have. Mm-hmm. It's logical, I think. Anyways, yeah, like Nidhogg. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Hot hot wings, hot wings. <laughs> Damn it! Not again! <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, that's just, it's weird. It, the fight peaks and valleys, but at the same time, when I think about it like that, how it does this, it kind of almost makes more sense that way when you think about it. Like, even just going from the limit cut into the, the pair mechanic into the raid wide is like a nice little top off to the, to the limit cut that's not super mm. difficult, but it's like, we did it, but hold on. You know, it's just like kind of mm. keeps you in check a little bit. So it's little things like that that I definitely grew to like. I think overall that fight is fun, but not in the sense of like, oh, I really enjoy these mechanics, but it's like it's got that whole uh, kind of a light feeling to it. And it's, I think the mm. voiceover really contributes to that, the fact that the voice acting is in there and it's like you've got, what, three, four different voices throughout it as well, and it all just creates this really quite quite fun atmosphere, I guess, in the fight. But that said, there are parts where I'm just like, I, 
I don't know why the first two minutes kind of exists, right? I guess it's there to pad it out and make the part that's further in more difficult because we know that they create difficulty in fights based on how far difficult mechanics are into the fight. Um, that, that's one of the tuning knobs that they like to turn. Um, so I, I guess that's why it's there. But yeah, it felt pretty similar overall to uh, the Carbuncle P5 to me, where it's just like, there's a lot of just doing nothing or doing very, very basic things. And then just hang on a second. Try not to die. Die. Yeah. <laughs> Devour, yeah. yeah. It has that devour moment, basically. Mm, yeah, mm. exactly. And then you usually get like one other mechanic that's like a little elevated, like Ruby 5, I think would be what most people would reference with the light yeah. parties yeah. on each yeah. side. Yeah. And that kind of happens yeah. here too. I think even, I think that that just kind of happens on the, just between the fifth and sixth mechanic, the, the front back plus the, um, the ice fire and all that stuff, whereas people sometimes are a bit of a, a mad dash to do that correct. Yeah, and in both cases, they're not, like, raid waves. Like, they are for Devour or for... Uh, Ruby 5, you know, I, kind of, because you get the puddles, you have to get the pair puddles right after, so if people are dead, uh, it kind of goes to shit yep. immediately. But that's mm-hmm. salvageable. I mean, well, at least with puddles, you can yeah. kind of save it. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, you can wing but it. it's luck-based. It's yeah. luck-based, yeah. 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 Whereas... It, the the core mechanic is just like you have to have eight alive and you have to do it correctly. Yeah. And there's this yeah. there are, again, there are salvageable scenarios, but they're like there's no way you expect people to do this, especially in like things like Party Finder. Um and again, similar to Ruby Five, the later on one as well, like you can you can completely troll and kill everyone in that, but it takes a specific type of trolling to kill everyone in that, right? The rest of it is, is pretty yeah. straightforward and limit cut too. Unfortunately, yeah. the PF is always trolling. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh whoops, what did you think of um Kinanas? Um so I've done it in quite a few different environments now. Mm-hmm. I did it on the day one. Uh I did it with a reclear group of absolute gamers who figured out everything. So that's one blind well, one kind of half blind, one absolutely not blind, and then I'm doing it with Nest as well, which is absolutely in the dark, completely blind, and I'm just sitting back with my mic muted, like, watching chaos. Um, and I'd say that difficulty bar that you showed, Haps, is definitely for everybody who knows everything now, right? But if you're doing that fight completely blind, and you're not an absolute gamer, like, top tier, then I'd, I'd, I'd say that bar's a little more smoothed out across the board. It's Just more from, like this, from watching. and then... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a heartbeat. It's still, yeah, I mean, ev- both the times with, the, with the, the explosions with the ice are massive spikes, like, immediately. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. The, the LCs are definitely the, the hardest part, but I... I don't know, I... I I've healed that fight now, I've done melee on that fight, and I stepped in a little bit on caster for a moment. Um, I thought that entire fight as a whole was just pretty fun across the board. Maybe it's because I haven't done like a bazillion pulls of it yet, and it's still fresh to me. And and every group that I've done as well, there's different solutions to the limit cut mechanics as well. So I'm like, I guess... The downtime where I, I should be like, oh, this is so boring, this is so boring, in, pairs, out, spread. Like, that time, I'm spending, like, okay, how? what is this group's strat for this <laughs> thing coming up here? What are, I'm, like, thinking in my head what I have to do in the next 30 seconds or whatever. 
I, I, will I say like it a while, lot. Yeah, I will say that while the, the mechanics that are the, the sleeper parts of the fight, which is, you know, just pairs, proteans, in or out, they're done in a really, like, unique way in the way that it presents it to you, which I think makes it much more palatable. Because if it was, like, Fatebreaker style, right? Like, oh, he's glowing red, or he's glowing blue, this means one or the other. I think the way in which it's presented makes it more enjoyable than if it was Fatebreaker style. I yes. Yeah. No, I understand yeah. that. I was thinking Cloud of Darkness, even, as a more, I guess, almost a more direct, at the very start, yeah. the spreads and stacks. But for this, it's it's like, it gives you... Okay, there's going to be fire and ice. I know what both these do. One of them is going to be different, and then it snaps for the different one. You know, I love, I love that mechanic because it shows the two hands, and then it literally fucking flashes it in everybody's face, and you know that everybody sees it, the biggest part of the screen. So there's no excuse if you fuck it up. Yeah, except being like a like a pixel too far back for the ice or something like that, just like catching uh-huh. the call is out, but not too far out in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> our markers are really nice all of our markers i noticed marker consistency in this fight and all the fights also seem to be like really good oh my, my- god dude the floor S- markers on nine yeah awesome I mean, awesome. I mean even just like generic placement of markers has like a bunch of applicable uses across the fight like you can yeah. use different points of it very effectively like for hours, I know inside of the marker was always safe for ice. Outside of the marker was always safe for the point blank. And it was just like mm-hmm. that. And that's also the size increase to soil and asylum make those mechanic Woo! solvers half the time. Because we use the centered soil to be like, yep. this always, where you can literally always stand at the edge of this. And we, no what yeah, it's safe. yeah, we had a macro that placed soil in the same spot, right? And then we used the soil for, um, caloric when mm-hmm. we had to go out, remember? Yeah, we we used it for out on 11. We used it for out on 9 for the point blank when he's doing... Very uh, nice. Yeah. It literally is just like two or three alms bigger than all the point blank AOEs and is still in max melee. So it was like just mm-hmm. a beautiful like additional thing to give everyone. So that's... Uh, big. If you don't have a scholar, you. sorry. <laughs> Sage moment. Sage's like, I have Caracole. Um, before we move on to uh, P10, um, want to know, uh, if, was there anything you kind of took away from normal that kind of helped you in, uh, P9 Savage? Not with the most important no. thing, which was Limit Cut. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that could have mattered would have been Limit Cut. No, there's nothing. That's like, that was one of those complete departures, which is very different mm-hmm. from Five. Five, we saw Devour Normal and we were like, oh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> I. I really thought that the behemoth phase in Savage was going to have jumps of some kind. Yeah, because he never jumped to the tank. He never did the double tank. Yeah, I, I thought it was yeah. going to do a tank jump, a tank jump, and, like, a party stack. But, like, the order of that would be random depending on something. That's what was going to be one of my leading theories, but it just never happened. It's a completely different phase. There's literally almost no yeah. overlap. Like, the, the Charybdises are only on, <clears throat> the, you know, those four spots, and the Meteor's always in the same four spots, and... Like it's, I yeah. will say, mm-hmm. I I don't like that behemoth face after doing it with a few. No, groups. it's it's not it's not. It's not have you thing. have you seen uh, Nest's solution to that mechanic? Uh oh, no, I haven't. Uh, the bile stacks are tank busters instead. <laughs> so just only said, tank busters. They, okay, figure it out. Oh, I've got it figured out. <laughs> I know it's it's distance. Yeah, yeah no, I've got yep. it, but yeah, 
I, I don't... Tanks are bored. I, I do, and I don't like the fact that you can do things like that in that fight, I guess, is all. Yeah. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... No, uh... I, I think a fight being on the rails generally is a bad thing, generally. So yeah. having the ability to do quirky things like things, that, yeah. Send off knowing he has wrong, to play with whoops tomorrow. I don't like that. It's something. It's something <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if you're wrong, it still works. I guess it is, still is works. The, the good yeah. Thing. yeah. I mean, we have Fee and I have the best example of even if you're wrong, it still works. Going back to Phoenix and Turn Twelve, that's like the biggest example in the game of if it's wrong and it works. The brand, one of the oh, brands. Yeah, there was, yeah. Is AOE. <laughs> yeah. Well, the yeah, so, yeah. There's one of the brands in in turn twelve is supposed to be a split damage AOE, but nobody knew that. So we were just like, why does every other brand hurt so much more? Yep. <laughs> and you just were taking a share, like a two person share, um, on your own the whole time. I, I was talking. I was talking about this while I was streaming this exact scenario in the the beastly bile thing when we're they were tank busters instead of stacks, right? Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about? Um, like convoluted solutions in terms of like damage, split damage. Is this a stack? Is this not a stack? Do you think? Or do you mean? Go do ahead, you go think ahead. that like you know the flying damage text? Do you think it should have an indicator if that if that can be shared or not? Basically, but, that's the question. I now, do you, when you say convoluted, I'm sorry. When you say convoluted solutions, do you mean like the amount of solutions that can apply to it, or just like? How crazy a solution! It, it's I, I, like the clarity. The, of the, the solution of yes. it being a stack isn't given to you unless you actually just like, oh, let's just randomly try this and see if it's a stack. So because all the science. other stacks in the game have a marker, right? Mm-hmm. But beastly right. brawl or something like that doesn't. I think the best example of this was in top final phase when you're frogging dragon song dive, and there are three AOEs going off that all look exactly the same. Two of them are tank busters, one of them's a stack. They have the same animations, and when you take one solo, it does the same damage as the tank busters. So you're just yeah. like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. The, the damage numbers are all conflicting with each other. Um, the way in which they're baited isn't obvious unless you like go and fucking freeze frame everything, or you intentionally position yourself in an order to check how it's being baited, things like that. Um, it's a, immediate, not immediately obvious. And also, I think... There's a couple things that they've done to, that have made this really weird or sometimes, like, just, I, I think, wrong. One of those is that damage numbers these days tend to be, like, a stack can be livable by a tank, so it's really, you don't mm-hmm. know which one it is. And also, sometimes they have stacks that just do arbitrary amount of damage if you don't have the correct number of people in them, which then makes the the process of gathering that data even more yeah. annoying. Like those four-person stacks, for example, in the second fight, they just do like 500k damage if you don't have four people mm-hmm. in there. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is a 1.5 million damage stack. What? No, it just, it just arbitrarily does extra damage if you fail the condition, which isn't how things used to be, but they've, they've done a, a bit more of that more recently. I don't know if there's an easy way to solve it other than like some sort of visual indicator of this should be four people. Like, you know how there are towers and they have the number of spins yeah. around them? Yeah. Um, something like that when the AOE goes off to show this is what a four-person AOE looks like, or this is a, sh- a stack marker. It has a, a universal indicator, even if it's just the animation and not like an actual stack marker overhead, like the, the telegraph. Um, but either way, it makes the, the gathering of data sometimes really, really annoying. Mm-hmm. 
sometimes that's the mechanical, right? That is that is the progression mechanic. Uh, so yeah. figuring out how things are targeted and how things uh, the damage is calculated, particularly in something like limit cut, figuring out that it's a, a distance based to the the fire dash thing. That is part of the mechanic. You tell that's really intended, especially when you're dealing with a mechanic which is so space oriented. Having something like that be a core, make part of that mechanic, makes sense. Stacks versus tank busters doesn't feel super intuitive. The numbers don't make sense a lot of the time at first glance. So, yeah, definitely could use some work, in my opinion. Do you think that the flying text for damage, um, along with the now, like the sword or the spear, if it's magical or physical, or what is it, darkness damage for like the little star? Imagine they just right next to that, they either put one guy or like four guys. Like a, just a tiny little icon to indicate stack damage or like single damage. Would that be too much? Mm, I think no. Only if you plan on obscuring the mechanic enough. If 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 you know, like if they plan on obscuring everything, then yes. But if they don't, then no. I think every like like what Svee said. If they keep doing what Svee said, where it's just like you fail and now you're fucked. Like, even though you had three instead of four, but it didn't say you needed mm-hmm. four, you just kind of are fucked because you did need four, but you didn't really know that. that. If they're going to do that, then yeah. If it's just like a matter of, oh, they, you know, that targeted both of our healers, two AoEs on both our healers, like, we know. You know, if it mm-hmm. targets four yeah. people and there's another attack, you probably know. Like, there's, there's a lot of ways to divine it that aren't that. I think that's kind of like just a savage thing. In general, mm-hmm. to have that extra layer of solving, but it needs to be consistent no matter what. It's it's a bit it's, arbitrary still, yeah. Yeah. See, my thing is, how would you, how would you, um, you know, differentiate? Like, say you say four people stack for a mechanic you really don't have the stack for. Like, how would it? How would the signifier differentiate, or would it just strictly be? For those scenarios. Yeah. I, would, would you want it to literally have two dudes, three dudes, four dudes, five dudes, six dudes? It's like, I guess it's just, right. you could just have one dude or multiple dudes and then let you do the rest of it in case it's any different. Yeah. I mean, like, you could either do dudes or you could do, like, some kind of indicator that simply just says this is this is intended to be shared or like literally yeah. add like a tiny little oh. stack icon <laughs> next to the flying text yeah like a crosshair yeah. looking yeah. thing just add exactly that. yeah so the problem with that is that some mechanics are like i said before designed around having that be part of the discovery process a yeah. really good example mm-hmm. of what this would have really made a lot faster is the hello worlds near and far right and, and top Mm-hmm. Figuring out that that was only one person can be in that, it, it, based on the size as well. That like first pull, you now know this person has to be by themselves, and then second pull, you'll now see exactly mm-hmm. how it behaves after that point. As opposed to, I'm sure that every blind group had this. Like you have multiple pulls where you've just got two people in there. Like I don't understand how this damage works. It's yeah. blowing up everywhere. That, that's gone, right? You immediately know yeah. after the first time seeing it. Yeah, yeah. You you would be able to look at debuffs, look at damage numbers, and just be like, oh, okay, this, 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 this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's okay the way it is. I just think they need to be a little more. Maybe it's it's currently the the damage calculation and the numbers between tanks and and party members that things can be misconstrued that way. That's the problem. But I don't think it's an easy fix. They'd have to rejig all the damage like values in the game to make yeah. that. Yeah. So maybe a seven point thing. Let's let's pray. But right now, that's that's the only issue I see with it. I think it's fine, just annoying sometimes. 
And then on the topic of arbitrary mechanics, do you think, what about proximity tethers or like proximity baited mechanics? Should those also have some kind of indicator? Like maybe like an arrow already- when the damage goes off or like something on the flying text? Wait, wait, wait. When you say proximity mechanics, like, you know, like for the proximity tethers, do you mean the ones like the arrows and then it just straightens out? No, I mean like something where the, it, the, the beastly bile gets baited onto the furthest player from the boss. Oh, uh, mm. no, I think generally those are clear enough. You'd think footage. so. Generally. <laughs> generally. Uh, yeah, you would think so. Um, but. They also don't do them nearly as often as they used to, but there, there are a couple in, in P9, but um, there used to be a lot more than there are now. So I, I don't think it's an issue currently, but yeah. who knows? If they want to do more of it, maybe they can find a way to make that more intuitive. Uh, but right now, I think it's okay. Again, it, it's just... it's a Things like that exist purely for blind groups, essentially. Yeah. Because once you figure it out, you can teach them to other people, and the strategies are formulated with that stuff in mind, and that's fine. And I'm always for more things added specifically for blind groups. You know, yeah. like when when uh, Uru happened, ninety percent of that fight was just for blind groups. It was like a love letter oh, to yeah. what blind frog is. And I, I'm all about that. I, I would be sad if they take away those extra things to figure out, because unless they, excuse me, unless they compensate for that in other areas of difficulty, which at the moment, the way that they do Doesn't add this difficulty, likely. yeah, I, I don't I don't like the sound of that, so uh, I'm okay with the way that it currently is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm largely I'm largely in the same boat. I, I think obscuring things is part of the discovery process and something most people don't even have to actually worry about. It's 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 it's, it's such a short term problem that I think only becomes an issue if they over obscure and then it becomes just yeah. arbitrary and weird. So yeah. And it's better now than it used to be, I'll tell you. It's still way better now than it used to be. Oh yeah. I'm aware. <laughs> but back when you'd get Ockmorned and you just had to know that it hit multiple times and hit more every time because we mm-hmm. didn't have a marker for it. We didn't have a marker that it was split. We didn't have a marker that it was repeated. You just had to know. <laughs> Yeah, when I I learned that lesson when I went back and blind progged with a totally blind group the entirety of the Alexander Age of people who've never done them before, and it was uh, an eye-opening experience for me as a budling raider. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> that shit was arbitrary as hell. If you think what we're talking about now was yep. yeah. Oh yeah. You like counting orders to the next cleave, which you literally for? Yeah. Yep. Stunning a leg <laughs> when it's steaming, like. What? Dude, <laughs> the, the, yeah, the the greatest I always think is when you go to A eight and you get to the the when everyone started doing blue mage, but people hadn't actually done A eight, and they were just like, "Okay, so when do I when do I use my mitt? I'm dead." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like okay, so the so the rotation is uh, Diamondback into Diamondback into Diamondback into Diamondback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good times. Brute Justice would like to know your location. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we're moving into uh, P10 Pandemonium itself. This is going to be an interesting conversation because there's one thing I. Do you want to talk about when we really get into, get into, um, harrowing hell? 
Uh, but overall, what were your thoughts on um, Pandemonium as a fight? When a second fight takes that long, I'm always worried that I'm like, oh my god, do we suck? Are we this mm. bad? <laughs> but then you look at like the pool game, like, oh, it's it's pretty much the same as every other like racing group. What what is up? This fight is just hard. It's the second fight. No way. It made me feel real shit at the game. I'll tell you, that's what it did. Loki, but in a good way. Yeah. I think after doing the tier, I think the third and second fight should have been swapped order wise. You said that after the <laughs> second fight, before we'd even done the third fight. <laughs> yeah, I said when we cleared, I said that felt like a third floor, like big time. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to this, when was the when was the last time a second? A second floor was like a wall, kind of, because I don't think like actually a wall to... boss or like walled prog group. Like yeah, like a wall in terms of because <laughs> it was both. A six. I still go all the way. Oh, you're right. Yeah, Midgard Stormer. Wait. Definitely Midgard Stormer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Huh. People, people really struggled with Midgard Stormer, and I, I don't think that fight was egregiously difficult. It was just unique in some of the mechanics and mm. punishing in the same way that this fight is. Mm-hmm. I fully agree with that. Yeah. Hmm. I couldn't compare like Shadow Keeper or Raktapoxa, you know, or, or Catastrophe. Like none mm. of those are even close. No. You know. No. Shadow Keeper was hard, but it was once you got the one gimmick, you were good. This one had multiple points that felt like that. I like uh, Shadow Keeper. felt a little more I think, yeah, Shadow Keeper was a great fight. You like her but... as a mount? Yeah, Shadow Keeper's fun. Yeah, I'm going to go buy it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't deserve it unless I open my wallet. That's exactly oh, how it works. True. <laughs> let's, let's not get into that conversation. Yeah, that's um, a whole other can of worms. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but yeah, um, yeah whoops, how did you feel about uh, pandemonium? Um, hmm. So, Nest, the blind group, just got there for the first time last night. We went in for an hour and didn't get past the first mechanic. That's that's because they're doing it totally blind, and I guess that that kind of changed my opinion on it a little bit, um, because looking back, we kind of soared through a lot of the parts that blind groups would struggle with if they're not, like, looking at other teams or, like, researching or anything. Um, happy... How did we figure out that those first stacks, the first web stacks, you needed to be far away from the person in the middle of the stack? Because the very first time we did it, they were just stacked on top of each other and we couldn't break them. Right. They were. We were and like, we assume, we, we and we assumed that we could break them. Yeah, we were like, yeah. wait, why aren't these breaking? And they're like, maybe it's because you guys are too close. Like it was literally the first suggestion that we had. Yeah. Then we found out we- later you also couldn't have four people or three person on a pillar. Mm-hmm. That we found out, you know, just later with the same kind of thing. That's something we kind of just zoomed past, and it made me realize that that was a little, like, unless somebody just has that idea, it's I don't think there's any tell for that, right? Because I, I read all the debuffs. That I don't think it says you need to be far away from the person in the, the middle. The web right? is, like, thick. It's like Yeah, it's, like, thing. big, and it doesn't look like it doesn't normal, right? Right. When yeah. you can break it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's the tell. Um, That was just a random side note from going in there last night with the blind group. I liked the fight. I thought it was fun. I loved uh, moving from platform to platform with the stress that we had uh, while doing my rotation, I guess. Um, I The only thing I didn't like was the size of the AoEs on 
Oh, what was that shit called? It was like towers into like the the first two rows, and then like you had to get yeah, a yeah, razor yeah. because because when the two donuts are next to each other, yeah. they clip into each other. Yeah. That's the one thing I disliked about that. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the cannons thing. That was fun to figure out. Yeah, mm. I'd give it like a oh, like seven out of ten. Maybe like a six and a half. Mm. It's all right. Yeah. Happy. I I think it's the best fight of the tier, other than Phase One. 12, in all honesty. Like, I think Phase 1 12 is at the huh. top, and then it's 10. And honestly, you can maybe argue for 10, just because of how impressive it is as a second fight, that you could put it higher, because you expect the, the fourth fight to be a certain way, like, to just mixing and matching expectation and, and reality. Uh, but no, it's it's executionally way above what I would have expected. You have very little time to do a lot of different things. You're moving yeah, all over the, the place. The bonds were really mm. fast, Yeah. right? Like after the uh, like the half rooms or whatever you're doing, yeah, yeah, that was most of our wipes. I think it's most of everyone's wipes is bonds. Yeah. It's it's just lit, especially. But that's why I call bonds three. Bonds three, where you have to do a half. R- Here's the thing: bonds three has a fifty percent chance of being easy and a fifty percent chance of being a disaster because everyone doesn't start in the middle and move over. You always see people kind of hovering around where they like they're like. On like the left side of the room, like okay, I'm left, and they go to the left side of the room on the left, and then it aims at the left, and they're like fuck, 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 fuck. Mm-hmm. They got to run to the other side. So, like people try to do like predictive movement, and it just they fuck themselves, and it just goes sideways yep. so quick. But it's a great fight. One I'm of those shocked how good it is. It's one of those fights where if there was one second extra on the debuffs going off, the spreads and stacks. It would be significantly easier. Yep, um, I agree. But there isn't. Also, the the other thing that'll get you is that the lines on the floor don't really help you too much when it comes to the yes. the Jade Passage AOE, which also gets a lot of people, myself included. I think it's stupid, but I it's <laughs> yep. Don't when I was talking about the P nine uh, lines on the floor and how good they were, I was about to say, yeah, like the entire tier had really good floor markings. Then I went, wait. Ten kind of sucks. There's only <laughs> one good floor marking, I think, in ten, and it's the diamonds in the back for dropping the webs. That's it yeah. for 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 and harrowing like, hell webs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I really this, think they should have added like vertical lines to that to where like shit would happen, but whatever. Yeah. Now, one thing I w- did want to uh, kind of point to was the uh, in, in ten um, both normal and savage the uniqueness of the arena itself. What did y'all think of that when y'all first experienced it? I wanted more poison, personally. I wanted to <laughs> land on the platform that had the boss where it's just all poison. <laughs> I just I, I just wanted us to be forced down there at some point and everyone just it's just starts stacking up and you have to do something to get off of the platform quickly. Imagine when he did the tank buster towers, he would split the center arena into thirds, so there'd be five platforms from left to right. Oh, God. <laughs> but I don't imagine that. <laughs> and we just pretend like it could have happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, E10 man. Ultimate. There you go. That reminds me of what people thought Leviathan was going to have back in Eden. Like, everyone thought, oh, dude, on Savage, it's going to do more than just break it on the sides or break it in the middle. Nope, it just broke it on the sides and broke it in the yeah. middle. Yeah. <laughs> but exactly as expected. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, good fight though. Good fight. And the I arena. think the arena was was good. I think less people interacted with it than possibly could have. 
Because the only times that as a DPS I ever go to the side is like for the one, oh sorry, two mechanics and that's it. Whereas the tanks are going over there, then they're getting broken out and then they're coming back. And it feels like their interaction with the arena is much higher than everyone else's. Um, but other than that, I think it's cool. I think it really just felt like a square platform wall boss, but then there's a little bit extra, uh, which you use sometimes, which it, it's fine, whatever. Maybe it could have used a little more interaction, but overall, I didn't detract from the fight, which is generally what weird arenas tend to do, so I'm happy with it. I just feel like the tanks always get the most boring job, so this was their way of making the tanks have not the most boring job. Yeah. Like, it just gives the tanks a little... Because imagine if that wasn't there. Imagine imagine if the tanks were... Like, that would have been so boring. Yeah, it would have been so fucking boring. So they're just like, okay, we're going to make sure the tanks stay busy so the tanks are like, and I'm back, and I'm gone, and I'm back, and I'm gone, and I'm knocked, and I'm back, and I'm gone, and I'm making a bridge. And it's just like, they're the ones who get to move around and do all the fun stuff. Hmm. Yep. I'm happy for them. Yeah. Yeah, that they get blasted repeat. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah. if that's fun for the tanks or not. Because <laughs> the, the going strat now is what? It's just like, it, it, it's just all, it's just each roll at a time, but the tank takes all the lasers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's what we do in our reclear group. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, I mean, you, not like you had to do jack shit in week one. You took the first laser and fucked off. Like, it was still the plan. <laughs> yeah, but it was still the plan awesome. no matter what. Yeah. It was just now you get the, the tanks are just like, I sure would love to stand at the boss instead of taking nope. this back laser, but I guess. I'll no, I save a back. spine shatter for that part. So as soon as I get knocked back, I'm right on the boss and I just turn my brain off. <laughs> yeah. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Tank ping pong. There you go. So I do know that. That is one of the mechanics that a lot of people have had difficulty with, and potentially because of bugs. I know that there's some weird finicky targeting with the last heads that people have complained about. Now, I I don't play tank, but every time I see it go wrong, it seems like it's completely avoidable. But I, I obviously I don't play tank, I'm not the one interacting with it. I've heard that specifically the last set... The, it's like impossible to get the fixate off if it's on you already, and sometimes taking the close head will also grab the far head, and then it cannot be taken off you. So, I'm pretty sure what, I've seen that happen, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if it is a bug, if the tanks are currently recovering from sprinting across the room and they're just late. Like it, it's a whole bunch of different things that it could be, but there's been lots of complaints about it. I still just think it's a skill issue that they should I also, yeah, agree. I think it also, if you're inside the cannon's hitbox, it gets a little jank, from what I've seen. If you step too yeah. close to it, it it gets really wonky. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I see That's... that last one go sideways, literally. So, <laughs> so when I when I get close to it as the first person in line, and the tank is like up my ass, I'm like really trying not to step into the cannon. And I'm like, dude, back up a little bit, give me some space. I can see that going uh, haywire after the third or fourth. I can't wait for Ness to do it. I can. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Too bad. Um, One quick thing I do want to talk about um, is Harrowing Hell. And this is going to bring up the conversation of the... Not necessarily the importance, but how good LBs are. <laughs> because I God. feel, I kind of feel like, you know, with, because I've been watching a lot of PF, 
that's pretty much going to be the go-to for a lot of PFs yeah. to kind of get through it. Uh, and again, this, this brings up the topic of how good, how good the tank and the healer LBs are in Prague. Yep. Notice we didn't mention EBS. <laughs> <laughs> Not this tier, at least. No, no, no. So yeah, um, yeah, what do y'all think of the, um, well, just harrowing in general and then the importance, well, the importance in a, in a PF, um, position of, you know, getting, using LBs to get through, to get to, of through prod. Put it this way. When I was doing a lot of normal mode in the week leading up, I was make, asking the tanks to LB harrowing hell or else we would die. In normal <laughs> mode. Mm-hmm. That shit hurts. You would, you would die in normal mode because the healers just wouldn't be ready. That, that sort of damage doesn't exist in normal modes ever. So you, you tank LB that in normal mode and then you live. And so mm-hmm. if you have to do it there, then you damn well should use it in, in Savage. Oh my god, that shit hurts so hard. I, I don't know what they expect us to do. I would love to know if this save is like... Met. That you want to heal? Here you go. Or what are, what are they trying to convey? Or they want us to use LB? I'm not sure. But either way, it's it's different. And that's cool. I've not done uh, a clear of that fight yet where there wasn't some kind of LB after Harrowing. Albeit, hasn't been many. Uh, yeah. That is big damage. <laughs> like, yeah. really big, unexpectedly, out of nowhere. Because they're like, oh, damn, he's, he slammed the platform. That really hurt. Oh, he's slamming the platform again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, it, it also goes stop. up every single slap, too. Yeah. And people are like, oh, it's proximity. Everyone run away. And then you test that, and you still die. Well, then you and, die. <laughs> and, then, and then a tank dies, and then you, just, you see the next person die, and the next person die, because they're taking the wild charge tank damage as well. And it's just, it's a disaster. Yeah. It does so much. Uh, I need to go grab something from my door real quick. Shouldn't that is take fine. more than like a minute. So yeah. good. Uh, I'll talk. Don't worry. My, my, so <laughs> I was watching a stream and I saw a healer LB3 on bonds three and I went, they're done. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I feel. It's like when bonds three goes sideways and the healer has to LB, you're like, Oh no, that's not good. That's not good. Funny yeah. thing is, they cleared on that pull, so it actually did oh. go okay. And not only did they wow. clear, but they had to heal all of the hits except the final hit of the second one as well before killing it. So they they killed it on the wind back to kill you at the, in the second one. So I was I was actually kind of impressed. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> uh, because I think when you mid it, it's really not that bad. It's it it uh-huh. is just a big mitt check and tank LB is the easiest mitt in the game, you know. Yeah. The problem is it's a mitt check from literally every person because your tanks yeah. need their thirty percent, their twenty percent. They probably want to cycle in their like short six second one as well for the last few hits on top of that or invuln. But I mean, if you're doing if you end up seeing both harrowing hells, you can't invuln both of them. So it's like it's it's just scary. Not only that. But one of the things that I noticed with it is that it's really drawn out as well. So without an actual mid plan, everybody, I'd imagine this probably happens at PF, everybody just slams their mid at the start and then you're literally raw for the last hit and you mm-hmm. die. Yep. It's, it's a very long protracted se- I, I don't think 10 seconds cover everything. Maybe 15s do, but I know for a fact 10s don't. So that alone is going to make it harder to mid and survive in a party finder like environment. So. Good luck, I guess. Gear's gonna help. That's a another lot. reason. Gear, yeah. gear will yes, help tank, a lot. 
Yeah. And that's another place where Tank LB is very good. Because like Tank LB 1 and 2 last more. Than, I think Tank LB 3 is 8. Tank LB 2 is, is it 10 or 12? One yeah. of them is 10, one of them is 12. Yeah, and then Tank LB 1 is, is it 12 now or was it 15? I don't know. Either way. Remember. I never see Tank LB 1, like, unless it's an accident or you're just I'm desperate. Back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. I was listening on my phone while I was grabbing stuff. Harrowing takes am about I, 18 seconds to finish, according Am I wrong okay. in my opinion in thinking that uh, Tank LB2 is better than Tank LB3? Just because of how long it lasts? I think in it, this case, it, yes. Yeah, yeah, probably in this case. It's situational, but a lot of the time, yeah. Yeah. I think that, though what's hilarious think, is groups that Tank LB3 at the start instead of, like, then, after a few hits, and then it's a fucking yeah, disaster. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, like... LB being harrowing is kind of different going back to from going back to uh last year where oh, like Coachella. Yeah, Coachella, Coachella, Coachella too. <laughs> yeah. Well people would LB Coachella too just to get through it. Like it's this is a kind of a different scenario for it's the It's easier LB. than the first one. <laughs> <laughs> By a lot. Yeah, Why did we take LB? <laughs> because people don't know how to turn around. People don't know where North is, and people don't know how to turn around in Coachella, too. I think That's, it was just nerves at being at the end, right? I mean, you'd hope it's that, just nerves, but, you know. That, yeah. But realistically, imagine if Coachella 2 is where Coachella 1 is. Do you think anyone would be any better t- turning around? Yes. I don't. I don't think I, I think I, you'd get more practice mm-hmm. at it, and therefore you'd be more... Agree. Like, aware, situationally, I guess. I don't trust Usually when you do this light mechanics, like... You limp through it a couple of times. You're like, yeah, I'm comfortable with it. And you you will fail. The well, I've never done because... LC two correctly in nine for exactly that reason. I don't think we've ever. I've never <laughs> done it. Because <laughs> every like... time we get there, someone's like, I have an idea, and then they just do something fucking random. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh boy, a healer lived. We're alive. <laughs> Fight dies. <laughs> That's how it went on our clear. Yep. And That's how it's gone people's... every clear I've done in that fight so far. <laughs> Oh, man. You know how many groups I've watched uh, but, do nine and complete, like, every pull LC1 is clean, but they just die on LC2 mm-hmm. every time? Yep. Yeah. It's got to be that, right? Like, if you put that at the start of the fight, once you've got a few more reps, you'd be fine. But because they put it pretty deep, like, if you're seeing LC2, you're you're killing the fight, more yeah. or less. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah they're just, just less reps, less practice. You get the fakies. Oh, uh, any final thoughts uh, about PTNS before we move on? Suffer and party finder. Have fun. Spiderwebs. Oh, uh, does anyone have fun nicknames for him? My favorite was Greasy Alexander. Ew. Wow. Alexander. <laughs> why? Just, just why? Wait, how? Like, okay, explain the process of you coming up with that. I didn't come up why? with it. Somebody else called them that. I said that's just my favorite nickname for him is Greasy Alexander. Because he's a castle, and he's like kind of... Well, he's I mean, got the wing. Yeah, he's got the wing. <laughs> he does have a wing. Yeah, yeah, he's Greasy Alexander, I'm telling you. Hal's Progging Castle, that's another one. <laughs> that's really good. That, that's, that's my favorite good one. one. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that one. That's a good one. Yes, that wins. Yeah. Chat's, chat, chat's got some fun ones, yeah. Someone said that the spider of just called cummies. That's another one. Oh. That's a that's a mm. very Twitch chat. That's a very Twitch chat name. Oh yeah, is, is Cummies. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a great time for everyone from Saranaya stream to come over to on that word. Good timing, oh, yeah. Yeah, very timing. Yeah, perfect yeah. timing. 
house parking castle. That's it. Cool. <laughs> All right. Let, uh, let's move on to um, P11S Themis. Um, how are you guys feeling about Themis? Worst fight of the tier. Not because it's bad, but because Fate Breaker exists. That's it. It's literally um, by by product. Yeah. Like just com- just yeah. in comparison, just by existing, just yeah. by Fate Breaker existing. It doesn't it mean worse. it's bad. It overshadows. But yeah. If you didn't I, raid in Shadowbringers, if you knew an Endwalker, you'd probably like this fight more. Mm-hmm. I loved E eleven. So much so that when I talk about Themis, I also call it E eleven. <laughs> Not on purpose, but it just happens. To be fair, P and E are pretty close. Yeah. You know? So it works out. I thought it was a fun fight, but it was kind of easy. It's big nothing so burger. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, it's it's not that it's a nothing burger. It's all things you know already. It doesn't throw many curveballs at you and things that you specifically need to learn about this fight. A lot of it is just pairs and, and light parties and, and dynamos and chariots and you know move into this AOE. It's it's all Final Fantasy staple mechanics. And just remembering which one is which and which order you're doing them in. That's all it is. It doesn't mean that it's nothing. It's just like it's a new twist on existing things. That said, it didn't have like a really high point in difficulty at any point. It felt like the <clears throat> difficulty curve of the fight was a lot smoother, which is why I think it probably feels a lot easier to a lot of people. It doesn't, like you said, in, in P9, it doesn't have that, that massive cliff that it goes up in the difficulty curve. Uh, and same with P10, right, where you've got Harrowing Hell and, and Bonds 3. Yeah. There's, yeah. I guess... Light and dark, sort of. No, but that, now light, light and dark is now. Now, <laughs> see, of. week one light and dark. Yes, now dark. Like now that people have the the Final Fantasy fourteen formula for it, where you literally don't have to think about who you're tethered to anymore, unless you're doing like the near tether. Now it's it's just it's ridiculous. I, I as soon as I heard that, whoops, when we went into last week's from Keo, I was like, I'm so upset. This is yep. the seven portals all over again. Yep. Mm-hmm. For, those, for, for those who don't know, if you're a DPS, you look at your debuff, you go to, so you use DNB as like dark and light, like as the marker colors, like B is a lighter marker. So if you're a DPS, you go to the marker that matches yours. So if you have light, you go to B. If you have dark, you go to D. And if you're a tank or a healer, you go to the opposite and it automatically puts you in a safe place. When he typed time. that, I was like, there's no way that shit works. I did it. And I went, <laughs> I went, man. <laughs> We yeah. had like an elaborate like checking players like check this guy if he has that and swap and if this guy. What yeah. did we do in Prague? We did healers obey, so the healers go to their one in Prague, and then the tank looks, and if they have the same thought or long yep. Yep, as that's what the we did healer, too. they do that, and they, the, the DPS just obey their tether. Mm-hmm. Right? They just like yeah. they do whatever. That's the literally is. verbatim what we did. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And then we found out about this other thing. We're like. There goes that. That's one. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's better. Oh man, and that's like it. That was that's the only prog point. It was just getting into the groups and then like not fucking up the 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 pairs or what or was, light party. What was the name of the big trio mechanic where it was like letter of the law, the mirrors, the orb, and letter what, of the law? Oh, where he puts everything from the fight into yeah. one section. Yeah, yeah. I thought Literally. that was going to be a lot harder. Nope. But we saw <laughs> but, it one time and we were like, oh yeah, we just. That's, we've done that before. Then we just do this after the you know, tower. And yeah. It's, it's the, the, Again, sol- the solving of it's very linear is the big mm-hmm. thing. Mm. Yeah. Again, it's all things you know already. It's not yeah. throwing any curveballs in there. Like you'd expect 
a third fight would, right? I'm trying to think. No, what's, there's one curveball. There's one curveball. People forgetting that the last what? mechanics of the knockback. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's the curveball. Yeah. True. The, we, uh, the first time we got past that, I thought it was going to be a protean, so I was like on the edge of the hitbox and boom, into the wall. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I will say that I think part of the reason that my group was really good at this fight is because if you're good at doing things boss relative, this fight like has no difficulty anywhere because most of yep. the, the issues that are, exist in this fight are knowing where to be when. And if you're doing things with the boss turning around and flipping and not going to consistent positions, you're going to have difficulty. But if you just look at the boss's hitbox, that's kind of what dictates everything you're already doing, right? When mm-hmm. he's using divisive, you're looking at the boss's hitbox when you're doing anything. Right? You just you can just treat it that way. So I see true north divisive is a thing in party finder and it hurts my soul a little bit i'm gonna be honest with you it hurts mm-hmm. on the ones where he's literally doing it based on where he's looking at the party <laughs> like there's some like i understand it at some like at the very start of the fight he goes to the center looks north does divisive i get it there every other place it's like but he's looking right at you so it's like if, if i go to the marker it's just it's way more complicated of a process our reclear group just has like a little bit of a hybrid going on. Yeah. And if you, if you have a team that's good enough to just be like, Oh guys, let's do this boss relative. Like as the cast bar is going off and people just go, okay, like you can just do that, which is nice. One of my favorite little things, what Sindolf was actually doing in our reclear group, where on the first shadow messenger mechanic, the one where he does <laughs> like all the, the clones and everything, the very first one, he stays close to the middle to aim the boss. This, like, yeah. So he aims both the lights in the same exact direction. They sync up the yeah. lights. Yeah. Yeah. And you that just was, dodge once, no matter what. Yeah. That yep. was that was something I really appreciated seeing. Like that's mm-hmm. little things like that. I I love seeing, even if it makes the mechanic easier to solve, because it's just it's just good player initiative to be able to do that. And honestly, you see a lot of people not ever take that initiative. Sphia came up with that one. There you go. He's giving you credit. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. surprising. Sandalfa loves to claim other people's threats and call them his own. So, uh. Damn. <laughs> no way. At least it's not like they, the wow. names get pawned off on you like other people. <laughs> just happy becomes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't happy. You didn't get a, you didn't get a Thank strat fucking named? Christ, they didn't it's name the limit scared? cut strat that we did day one because I had 30,000 views. Cut. <laughs> I, don't, happy I, don't, cut. I don't like that name. But, <laughs> like, day one, I woke up once again. Video has 30,000 views. Oh, no. no Oops. No, no. That's what happened with Happy Brambles. <laughs> I woke up in the clear VOD at 50,000, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Happy but, Brambles. You know what was the Happy funniest Brambles, one this baby. expansion? Uh, we, we were looking at Momo Strat for Fountain of Fire, and then JP called it Mr. Happy Oji-san Fountain of Fire. Happy Oji-san, yeah. Fountain of Fire. And Stost, I told Stall that, and it was her group, and she was just like, oh yeah, great strat, Haps, really appreciate it. <laughs> 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 Fucking Pharaoh Brambles. That's what they should have been called. It's not fair. They keep, they keep thinking of me. <clears throat> Any final thoughts, uh, for P11? It's a big one. Um, I thought it was a good thematic break from the rest of the expansion fights, actually. Mm. Normally I'd be, I'd be kind of adverse to something like that, but, no, I mean like, like literally like music and like visual, like where we were in the convocation of the 14, like, that's cool. Like, visually very cool. 
Yeah, did anybody else, like, load into that fight for the first time in normal and go, oh, shit, there's chairs, and count how many there were? <laughs> and go, I didn't oh, even my count. God! Me, me. And they did, like, the soy jack exactly. pointing <laughs> game. Yes. Guys! I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have to do that, because the trailer has the Amarot remix, like, the initial 6.4 trailer, hard, cold opens with the Amarot remix. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, I know where we are. Mm. I didn't even have to count the chairs. I was like, oh, well, obviously. <laughs> I didn't think I zoned in. I, I knew who the boss was. I was like, yeah, that's what yeah. the song's, yeah, that's, that's what it's going to be. The biggest travesty about that fight is like Amarot is outside it. You can see it through the windows, but you don't get to go close enough to actually go and look out. You're literally in the middle of Amarot during that mm-hmm. fight. It's really, really cool, but nobody ever looks around the room or outside the room after you've cleared it. So a lot of people are probably missing that. It's, it's, yeah, it's gorgeous, amazing arena. I really like the theme. It felt like a final send off to that theme. Yeah. Finally, we've had a million versions <laughs> of it. This one felt really complete. <laughs> so. So maybe that's it, but it, it was 7.0. Nice. It <laughs> what is it? A little bit four or five coming this would, up? Th- this right. would be four. This would, if we yeah, have okay. another one, it'll be four. Yeah. This 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 was the third time yeah. he's fucking died. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, for real this time. I mean it. I'm I'm done. It's, it's yeah. The sure, show. dude. See you in a couple months. <laughs> also, very nice that we got to see his like his actual transformation yeah. form, yep. and not yeah. him being a primal warrior of light. Yeah, mm-hmm. and once again, as much as I think the fight is held back from being Fate Breaker Two, saved by the music, aesthetic, and voice acting again. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Just, I'm so glad they voiced the whole tier. Although in the next fight, I have to question that from time to time because Athena loves to fucking run her mouth off, <laughs> like way more so than good. any of the other bosses. Yeah. And that is the perfect segue into P12S, a.k.a. Kira Aurora Savage. Um, oh, my God. I've seen other people say the same thing, Sly. I was like, yeah, that's fair. That tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's get the let's get the conversation out the way. Door bosses. Oh, I thought, I thought we were going to have another conversation. <laughs> There's plenty being, of conversation. She utters a, a woman, a moth, or the tentacle lady. We can start with that conversation if you want. Yeah, let's start with that. I think think the moth, you know, I'm, I'm gonna go with the moth. I think that's the hard agree. Yeah. I don't say hard agree in this case. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Soft agree? What do you want me to do? (laughs) (laughs) Can't really say soft agree to that. You you don't need an adjective. (laughs) You don't, you don't need an adjective. (laughs) Anyways, what are you saying, Sly? Moth. The real conversation. Door bosses. You know, the tentacle. Where do we go from there? (laughs) (laughs) She's got all those, she's got all those suckers on it. Ah, never mind. Moving on. Oh my god. So where do we go from here with door bosses? Where would you like to go? Stop using them is where we should go in the trash. I, even if I like the door boss, I just don't want them anymore. (laughs) I never want to expect a door boss. Yeah. Ever. The door bosses are best done when you don't expect it. Yes. Because then it gives you the, like, when you, when you're progressing a fight, like Promise, for example, and you're like, hang on, this boss is kind of melting, and you get to the end and it does the whole, it goes untargetable and enrages, and you're like, oh, this is a door boss. There isn't a phase two, there is an actual second boss coming up. Um, that's cool. But zoning into a fight, knowing, oh, I'm killing a boss that I'm gonna have to get a checkpoint and then kill another boss, and this is actually only half of it. Takes the it problem away. is, the problem is we've had that expectation since X Death. 
Yeah, Stormblood did it every tier. Shadowbringers made a good note of going back to more brute justice style stuff where it's like you kind of you get there and you like, oh, I don't know if I should expect a door boss or a transformation. Titan, you get Titan Max, and you're like, oh, those rocks in the back are pretty much rendered the same as the arena and not backgrounds. So that's pretty interesting. And then with Shiva, it's like there's probably something, you know, most people I think guessed it, right? Um, but then you get to, but then because you've had the whole expansion of that, you then get to Eden's Promise and you suddenly have, you know, Gaia's, Gaia's, you know, rebel phase. And, it was so cool. And it was great. So cool. Yeah. I will also say that a, a second boss is cooler than a transformed first boss. Yeah. Because a transformed first boss has already beaten them. They're mm. dead. Yeah. Gaia coming out made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Just, to me, it's just like, we just, we just beat you. What do you mean you got tentacles now and you're stronger? Yeah. That's part of the reason why I didn't like the phase two. Was cause we, we, yeah, we beat Athena! And then she's just like, no. No. <laughs> she literally <laughs> says it too. She literally is like, is, am, is there something wrong with me? Am I at fault? And then goes, no, it's not me. No. It's you. <laughs> like, literal, like, sixth grade playground logic. Like, force field! Like, I'm alive actually! <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, it definitely does. Whereas, I mean, I think it works sometimes where it's like in P8. Well, actually, P4 and P8 are good examples of, you know, oh, this isn't working. Let me just, you know, I'll do, I'll transform. You know, that's like, that's like, it's Dragon Ball Z logic. You know, this was, this was, yeah, like you said, playground logic. So it just, it doesn't work quite the same. I think that's especially evident with bosses that, that transition at 0% versus, 50 and 60 percent i think it's a very noticeable change because they want you to feel like you won i guess but oh no you didn't you know what what if they just like brought back the fifth fight the coveted fifth fight of the tier <laughs> do we get turn three a back is that or do we <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, bro, <laughs> you don't understand dude it's going all the way back to turn three the theories between turn three and turn five where everyone's like why can't we why, why does everyone keep dying to twister do we need to jump <laughs> through the hoops in turn three do we have to open all the chests in turn three or do we yes. can't do twisters it's like listen i understand you've played final fantasy 11 but shut the fuck up no, turn three doesn't need to exist. But a fifth turn, if they want to keep doing an extra boss in the tier, should. Yeah. yeah. Just add three minutes get no to these room. fights. Just add three the, minutes. Though. The conversation of uh, what would happen to loot in that case is like an entirely different thing. But I think having a fifth fight would be better. IMO. <laughs> because as much as I enjoy the... like. I guess the consistency check of being able to get past door boss every time. Um, I don't know. I feel like just being able to just beat that once and then just have like a whole new thing to work on would be better. And I said, sorry, quick thought. And I, and I said Exodeth, but, um, Exodeth, excuse me. But really the first, the first time we ever got a door boss was Faust. Faust. Yeah. <laughs> And he was OG. Nobody, well, the only people who complained about Faust are the people who couldn't beat him. Sad as it is to say. And that was not, that was a non-zero number. Yeah. Interestingly, Faust would be much healthier today than it was back yeah. then because everybody can do damage a lot easier. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe bring that back. Um, yeah. I had a point I wanted to make. It's gone. Don't Sorry. Boss. Something Sorry. about fifth floor? Probably loot. about the loot. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't about the loot. 
Come back to me. Okay. I was I was gonna say they solved the loot problem ages ago and then abandoned it. I think it was in second coil or final coil where they made the final fight drop both a sand and an oil on top of whatever. Just throw another sand or oil in one of the fights. Who can yep. Yeah. Like one of the t- things that I sorry, one of the things that I dislike about door bosses is what I call lockout anxiety. And yes. it makes for a very unpleasant raiding experience. You mean where opinion. you you do a few pulls and then if you fuck up you just restart the entire fight and, because well, of the time well, and the, while the anxiety in causes yeah, that slide. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then you're also and then you're you're standing yourself, in front yeah. of the phase two and people are talking. Oh, what if we stood here? What if we did this? And someone's like, "We only have thirty minutes left. Just pull. We just pull. We need info." It's like, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely yeah. hate that. Um, it does set a cadence to Prague where. You're going in, you're pulling the door boss, resetting, whatever. And then you have two hours of just, like, trying to blast, I guess. But depending on your prog point, those two hours could be vastly different, right? You could be talking for an hour during it, because if you need to, or you could just be chain pulling for, for an hour straight. And one of those feels really bad. And sometimes you're doing the wrong thing. And it's all because of the, the lockout anxiety, right? And door bosses are only mm-hmm. exist because the lockout exists the way that it does. Um so I think they're a little bit at odds. I think it makes for a worse experience overall than if you simply separated them into different fights. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't see that being a thing that is going to happen because it's, it's a formula at this point, right? And they're not going to change the status quo. Mm-hmm. But they can make them better. Much better. I, do you think, I think, do you think it would be solved? Do you think it would be solved if they just reset the instant timer when you beat Doorboss? Yeah. If, uh, it just, well, that, if it just went back to two hours, you still have to beat in. another boss, though. Like I think that's that's yeah. still the big thing is the dread of yeah. like, oh, please don't meme the first, please don't meme phase one, please don't meme phase one, please don't meme phase mm-hmm. one. When you want to get back to prog point, well, that bit there is like you you can just reset the instance, right? You 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 wipe twice, you go zone out, you zone back in, fresh instance. That, that's fine. It's more what happens after that point. Um, is I don't know. It's a good and bad thing, right? Your utilization of time. And good utilization of time should be rewarded, but it feels like it's actively punishing things that are quite often like not really related to the game. If you take a break, like someone needs yeah. to eat, someone uses the bathroom, suddenly that's that's a completely different matter to if you're just pulling the boss on a regular instance, you know, one boss only thing. Um, there's a yeah. In terms of door bosses, that's one of my major gripes. The other one is that I think. A lot of the time, a door boss, I think X-Death did it right, where it's short and sweet. Where you've got a, a short phase that loops, has variations, and then you're done. And that feels good, because you're getting through a door boss. You're getting through, like, the, the, the taster, right? The starter, and then you have the main course afterwards, as opposed to two fully main course. And you're like, this is too much food. I have 16 minutes of fight right now. And that doesn't, it's a lot. It's a lot to go through. Yeah. Yeah. It's and it's not even just that they're too because they're the, if anything it's the problem is that they're not two full fights they're two almost full fights to make a full yeah. fight because like sometimes you like one more than the other this actually is a perfect example of it and you almost wish you mm-hmm. had more of that one whereas the other one you don't necessarily or the other one maybe if it was a little bit longer would have would be better in some capacity because of the design changes and I think phase two definitely in that case. Because phase two is about four minutes of actual fight and four minutes of, I'm glad you're here. And 
that whereas the first phase is like every mechanic is like Jamie, like okay we're on this mechanic now except for the final one which is a choke check which i also mm. like the little choke check at the end of phase one and the phase one choke check i think is slightly harder than the choke check of phase two as well do you mean the platforms all going or the super chains super chain 2a which is the end well, the platforms all going is you know part of the 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 i mean 2b Sorry, 2B is the choke check. 2A is the... 2A is, is like, Bonds is there, is 3. Yeah, that's, yeah. like, Bonds 3 level of you got to make sure you do this, like, that. you got to understand mm. it, know where you're going, go back, forward, side, spread, pairs. Mm-hmm. That shit's scary. <laughs> Not is. to mention the half-cleave being boss relative is also very scary <laughs> if your tank is a uh, pixel too far to the right. So, you know, there's... Uh, yeah, that's that. But phase one, man. Phase one's so good. Phase one was really good. I I really wanted phase two to be like a super amped up version of phase one, but it it felt like almost something completely different. Hmm. Yeah, Pangenesis really is the closest thing. Yeah. That's the only thing that really carries I, over is Pangenesis with the tilts. I really expected Athena to turn into like a giant, like Ultima version of like the moth form that she had, like something completely different. And then they just, like, stuck her in the middle of a bunch of snakes and tentacles. <laughs> it was just, like, literally the same model. Gave her really long fingers. Yeah. She got the sticky when, hands. When we saw the arena and there was the big snake around the outside, like, for some reason there's just a giant snake. Yeah. Um, I thought that we were going to get a return of high concept and we are going to have to make the snake this time. Mm. <laughs> we didn't. We got a different high concept, but... Yeah, something else. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, we've kind of like we kind of split in the details about P12, but I want to start with um, comparing it to normal because, like, again, like normally, normally with Final Fights, there's not a lot you can take from normal. There's not hope, like it, yeah. it's pretty. It's vastly different. It's vastly mm-hmm. different. I don't think that's mm. just specific to the final fight. This whole tier was like the normal modes felt incredibly empty, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. more so than than previous normal modes that I've seen. Uh, and yeah, obviously, like if you think of like uh, Promise, that normal mode where it's like you're on a scenic mm-hmm. tour around all these little platforms, like get memories and eating cookies and going on a dinner party, all those sorts of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. But I, I will like, say about that, I love the way that Savage still technically made you do that phase. They just took all the parts from the, from the big statue and just made you do them in sequence, like as, like the lions are from that phase. The, the mm, two, yeah. the two dudes that shoot the lasers are from that phase. Like they actually incorporated that whole phase into Savage, which I thought was fantastic hmm. going back to Eden's promise. The mechanics are there, but the, yeah. the storytelling isn't, yeah. the, the fluff isn't, it, it's gone. It's just, it's, you know, boiled down to its you know, raw ingredients, but E12 was such one, a banger. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But P12 normal mode had super chain and the wings. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, and, and it chain, also uh, had the front back with that like that appears in two B, <laughs> like the the random like get to the sides you have in two B to make sure you don't get knocked yeah, off. Yeah, well, it starts with a P. Yeah. The guillotine. Oh, yeah, Parthenos. Parthenos, something yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. Pantheos. That's that, that's kind of it, right? Like, yeah. It's it's very empty. I mean, people still failed it, 
but it was very empty comparatively. And there's a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. I feel like P12 Savage doesn't have a ton of mechanics, right? It, it uses a bunch of the same ones in new and, and different ways, which make you think about the mechanics in completely different ways, which is good. In my opinion, it's it's more similar to, to Gaia, like the, the, the post-door boss section of, mm-hmm. um, of E12, where it introduces all these mechanics to you at the start of the fight and then gives you different ways of them all being combined together and, and the other relativities. Um, this felt m- much more similar to that, right? Super Chain, you, you see everything technically in the first one, and the, the later two, you got to deal with everything else. The one exception to that, obviously, is Limit Cut, which I, I mean, we kind of got a taste of in normal mode, kind <laughs> of. of. Not really. I remember uh, thinking this is going to be a Limit Cut. When I was targeting people one at a time with the with yeah. the AoEs, I was like, fuck, this is a Limit mm-hmm. Cut. Savage, isn't it? <laughs> And I'm glad you bring that up because I, that's another thing, another big thing I kind of wanted to talk about. The limit cut discussion. Okay, I want to <laughs> yeah. say one thing about the limit cut. Yeah. While I think uh-huh. the phase itself conceptually is fine, there's one thing that really fucking annoys me, and I don't I know what it's going to be. And I don't – do you? I think – actually, I think you might. Um, going into the phase, eight angels appear. They have light and dark, and they alternate. And then they jump up in a random order – and that's supposed to inform you the order that the ads do the laser. Absolutely yeah. fucking nobody was going to pay attention to that and even remotely try to track well, which angels were it, jumping up. It shows what colors the angels are for, like, literally a second. And then it's, like, <laughs> gone. And then they all just jump up. And you're like, okay, what? Yeah. What I was doing when I started calling it out was I would literally watch for the angel to drop down in the middle. I'd look at the color, and then I'd prepare whatever I was going to say out loud yeah. when I was doing call-outs for that. Yeah. Yeah. That was dumb. I don't but know. But remembering yeah. all what would it be fucking eight, eight of yeah. them? Was it eight? Yeah. yeah. It was And the order they jump up in. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not gonna put all that fucking effort into it. Just the laser goes off, is it my turn, yes or no? Yeah. So I thought you were gonna say that you were mad about how people call it limit cut when it's not actually supposed to be called limit cut, but that's an entirely different thing. Oh no, I don't go. I call it limit cut, bro. I still call chariot chariot. I've, it's been ten years. Limit since cut is something different than the number. It's called but... the Ram's voice, actually. No, um... <laughs> dragon's voice, Ram's voice. Yeah. Oh my god, we sound like the fucking weed conversation. <laughs> actually, <laughs> the, uh... actually, yeah, the limit cut. Fucking... Those clones. Those clothes j- jumping up and down is kind of the clue to how to solve the mechanic at the end. Once you get all that data, it's it's literally teaching you what the rules of the beams and cleaves are that the, what the bosses are going to do, what the little clones are going to do in the middle. Because now the reason that we failed at this mechanic for a very long time is our data collection was absolutely atrocious. Um, but essentially, the way that it works is that after a few of tracking those, you'll notice that they always work in a palindrome. Yes, yeah, two sets of fours, which it's always going to be a palindrome. They're going to like mirror from start to finish. So if you have beam, cleave, cleave, beam, the next is going to be beam, cleave, cleave, beam. And you can do the same for, for any configuration, which tells you that there's always going to be two beams in the first two, two beams in the second two. Mm. Sorry, in the first four, two beams in the first and the, the last four, which then tells you how you can bait those beams, <laughs> tells you how to position people, yep. And goes on from there. But if you don't get that first piece of information, you might be stuck at this mechanic for a really fucking long time. 
I mean, yeah. it's not even just that. I mean, the because ima- one of the possibilities is cleave, cleave, beam, 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 cleave, yep. cleave, and that's just <laughs> me and Happy awful. had that realization after we sat there and watched footage for like ten minutes, and we're like, okay, let's give this a try, guys. We got a plan. It's gonna go beam, cleave, cleave, beam, beam. So the one and three need to be ready really quick, guys. So make sure the one and three gets out there quick. And then it ended up being uh, the one and three were done with their baits before the six eight bait went off and the one three went in and me and happy went what's happening yeah. <laughs> and then it went like really late beam and then like another beam and we were like what the fuck just happened and we went back and then yeah. that's when we realized that mm-hmm. yeah also the fact that the cleave is there is insulting yeah what's <laughs> up with that why is it a Pac-Man? Why is it a Pac-Man? Why is it... Th- it's such a red herring. You can't even, like, go that close to the middle of the room or you're just going to fucking die to the yeah. other thing anyway. <laughs> and it's funny because I we had we definitely had people die to it when, <laughs> like, just pre-positioning to the actual, like, 270 cleave at some point. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. by that way, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Those fucking things are so... No, actually, my, the other... The only other thing I would have brought up is how punishing the proximity element of it is. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was actually really, really It bad. hurts <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Makes you think you're doing it wrong. It's like one of those like awkward data point collection things where you're like, wait, are we doing this incorrectly? Are we doing... What? Wait. Why did I die that time? And then you realize that well, somebody's like a step too far in and then it makes all the other ones like the next one's now a step too far in because like now they're closer to you and then it just starts murdering people like super, super quick. And the healing is, again, depending on the beam order, can be really fucking awful. So for a moment in the middle of our prog, we thought it was if the lower number person already took their bait and then they moved to the next spot. If the lower number person was in front of the person who was about to get hit, they would get hit by the line AoE, get a magic vuln, and then take the share and take too much damage. Yeah. So we were like trying to like position like people in front of each other, and then we just realized it was just shitloads of proximity damage. Yeah, because then that was killing people because somebody was a step forward yep. to try and prevent exactly. that from happening. Yeah, so. Oof. That shit hurts. Everyone thinks, everyone I've watched do it, like, get those, like, are we doing this wrong? Like, we need to VOD review. Like, it's happened to every group who's gotten there for the first time because... It's because the first dash starts outside the yep. mini arena. So it right? does, like, nothing. That's why the first yeah. one does nothing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all the rest are not the same. So mm-hmm. that shit, that, that limit cut's fucking frightening in every way, shape, and form. Uh, Tank LB? Very Let's... tough mechanic. It's, I would say... When you compare it to, like, its counterpart in the previous tier was Lions, one of them's downtime, one of them's uptime, but execution-wise, execution Limit Cut is much harder. The actual, like, steps you need to go through, I think, are much more precise. Yeah. Um, the only other consideration there is that you've got to hit the boss when you're doing, when you're doing Lions. But, um, yeah, Limit Cut is a very, very difficult mechanic, probably one of the most difficult that have been in a Savage ever. Yeah, it's up there for sure. Yeah. It was, dare I say, wormhole esque. Not as intense, but the fact that you needed to understand multiple different movements for a different number, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Not nearly as intense, but there's still that that kind of like, oh, we've done thirty pulls, but I've only never gotten five and I have no idea what to do on five or seven. 
And then mm. on top of that, you get two A after, and you're like, please don't fuck up two A. Please don't fuck up two A. Fuck up two A. <laughs> I don't want to do a limit cut again. Well, too bad. Do do all of you feel like, um, even among the many variations of it, limit cut gets overused? Recently, there's three limit cuts. At least some form of the markers being used in yeah, this tier. Yeah. Yeah. Not want, to mention top. I want more new DSR, mechanics, yeah. dude. Yeah. But and they're kind of running out next. of options. I mean, there's slap only... A, slap a limit cut on it. There's only so many log- logically, like, how many things you can actually do that are <laughs> exactly, new and right. are not communicated. I mean, we've seen... They flavored the PlayStation see, into it, also yeah, having shapes. Like yes, yeah, PlayStation. We've seen PlayStation so many times this, this expansion. We What else? We've seen limit cut. Um... Trying to think what else. Um, Don't forget spreads and stacks. <laughs> the favorite. I mean, that's just tried and true. Yeah, that's just general. Yeah, there's only so many things you can do in a game like this. Which is why I think two A is pretty like- impressive because two A is actually all the most basic components like just thrust upon you incredibly quickly, and it's it's actually quite satisfying to pull off two A. Correct. Like cycles, but harder. Yeah. Cycles from E11. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The tripwires, yeah. I actually thought we were going to get tripwires at some point here from fucking Criterion. That shit was nice. I liked tripwires. Oh, were the tripwires? Yeah. In Criterion? In yeah, Criterion, there were tripwires. Not anywhere else. I was yeah. hoping we were going to get tripwires. No, what are the tripwires? Oh, it was on the, the last boss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the last boss where you have to have, like, the people marked as one need to break the one tether and the people marked as two. So, like, you would have to, like, oh, separate. The guitar course. strings, that's what I called it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Strings, yeah. yeah. That was, that no, was a nice I, Yeah, that mechanic was cool. I like yeah. that one. Yeah, and you have to do like one half of the room first. You have to figure out which half of the room has to go first. And then you have to do the other half. And then you have to dodge. And it's like, yeah. That was... Criterion actually I thought was pretty creative overall. I'm like, excited for the new Criterion yeah. actually. <laughs> I, I think them having to design it around four people really kind of let them... Like force them to be a little bit more creative in terms of visual indicators. So I right. uh, really like. it. I got it. Some, some fresh copium for you. What about, not this next criterion, but we know we're getting one more after this one that's coming up. Say it. What if that's the 48 man for this expansion? I just, I knew he was going to say it. I 48 man criterion? 48 man criterion. What if it is? What if, what if okay, that's the Okay, I'll, I'll raise you this. That'd not only cool. is it the 48 man criterion, it uses only the secret bosses that aren't part of, like the variant <laughs> secret bosses, the puppet and whatever <laughs> else we're getting. Because that was my biggest disappointment on criterion was the automaton boss being missing. That boss was cool. Yeah, yeah that boss was really cool. Yeah. So that's the ultra copium is that there's criterion ultimate and it's only the secret bosses of the three. There you go. And 48 men, I guess, for Sphia's copium. Throw that <laughs> in there. Yeah. So Sly, we're going to let you actually get to your next point now, now that, <laughs> now that we're Yeah, done. sorry. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. no uh, again, I started that conversation. Good conversation. Um, so we kind of skipped around, um, that's fine. P12 a little bit. Um, Again, let's uh, kind of move into the phase two of Cure Aurora, and um, yeah, no, now it's Emma. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. glad Sly and I are on the same page. We're just referencing VTubers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one one's a moth, one has tentacles. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um. So obviously, all of you said you you. Highly prefer P2 over, um, I'm sorry, P1 over P2. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 
To be fair, Anything... in my case, I don't think it's because P2 is awful. I think it's because P1 is really good. Yeah. Same. Right. I mean, P2 wasn't bad. It's just P1 was so much better. I expected the P2 to be, like, insanely cool. But, yeah. Did Was there anything it, it about missed P2? on me. Was there anything about P2 that stood out uh, besides caloric for the oh. wrong reasons? <laughs> <laughs> like, caught me immediately. Besides I knew you were going to, I knew somebody was going to go there. It's the only mechanic in the whole phase. I have to like. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, I, I, I actually think that thematically and visually, it's very, very satisfying to go through. Um, I think that even the, the I, Again, you can make something simple be more enjoyable by what you surround it with. And in this mm-hmm. case, I think that, again, saves P2 when it doesn't really deliver on a mechanical front. The zooming out, hilarious the first time you do it. Really funny when people start using gap closers. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I have to try it. Whoops, no. Elusive jump. And now, and then I learned on Avant doesn't go off the side and now whoops just stares at me uh, fucking every I, time I, I, I watch happy because I'm, the I'm glad I understand I am so <laughs> glad I'm, I have someone who <laughs> it's so funny no but happy can on avant as a dancer and like since you're so small you don't see the animation so it looks like a literal flea just like boing and just like teleports <laughs> to the other side I laugh every time it's so funny yeah um, but then you also have like the, like shapes blocking AOEs with like two different debuffs. It's like, yeah, is it is it hard to do? No, is it really like cool to see all the shapes on the arena and then solve yeah. it correctly and then have all the have all that, explode with the lasers firing? It's yeah, that mechanic would have been really really cool to blind prog, I think, which is why I think I kind of it kind of missed on me because we knew the solution as soon as we got there because other teams, yeah. I think, yeah, Classical Concepts was one of the coolest mechanics that we've had in a while mm-hmm. in terms of, like, how it works geometrically, the solution to it, the sort of way you train your brain to solve it as well. Like, there's that you can feel the process get easier for yourself as, as you go through. You know what you're looking for. Um, mm-hmm. And that felt really, really, like, Im- immediately it's completely overwhelming, right? There's just a shit ton of shapes on the ground. And you don't know what they do, what they mean. You have to get a couple of pulls, figure out what the rules are, and then figuring out the steps is easy enough. Executing the steps is easy enough. And, and that small process is just super rewarding, Yeah, I feel like, just, just to get that the, the steps down in your head. Yeah. Might I interest you in rhythm games if you like doing <laughs> stuff like that? <laughs> yeah, I whoops looked at me when we got there. It was like me and Happy were like, "Oh yeah, baby!" <laughs> yeah. Pattern recognition, funny colors everywhere. Oh yeah, I got this. Well, I am a drummer, so <laughs> maybe that's yep. what that'll yeah. do it. Yep. Um, and I and another thing about that uh, about that that little bit on top of it being kind of just satisfying to pull off. It's also the first mechanic of the fight because that is the two minute mark of the fight. Mm-hmm. And all you've done up to that point is UAV online, which I think is easy. It, it's weird how that first two minutes of Prague goes for that fight. It's just, yeah. I, I can't equate it to anything else except, oddly enough, P9, <laughs> where their first two minutes of prog just go like immediately. So that was, I think that's the, I think the UAV phase, while it looks really cool, it consumes way too much of the fight length 
given how yeah. simple it is to solve. Because it is the first two minutes and the last two minutes of the encounter, yeah. which is nutty in an eight-and-a-half-minute encounter. I was kind of disappointed at the, the last two or three minutes of Phase 2. Oh, yeah. I think they... But they did that with every boss. Like, I know we, a lot... With the early fights, we kill them, so you don't get to see it. But every phase ends with a choke check, as I like to call mm-hmm. them. Yeah. P- P9 is uh, dual spell and raid-wide AoEs between them. P10 is the fucking rotating AoE from normal yeah. mode for no reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like the weirdest, like, inclusion that you can have. P11 is just more, like, divisives or whatever. And then, yep. And then twelve is two B, which I guess is the least like it. And then this is Exaflare and UAV two, so it's just re- they all end that way, like this, like fifteen percent, twenty percent, like choke check. I mean, I, at least I, I hate to admit it, but P eight comparatively, um, the second phase had some more interesting mechanics. Dominion, like Dominion, yeah. I mean, like, it, it wasn't anything, like, spectacular, right? But it was something new that we had to be like, oh, shit, like, this is an entirely new thing that we need to choke check on, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, right off the bat, natural alignment, which was, like, the first, like, ten pulls, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why is why are we blowing up? Like, And then, like, the specific little tiny movements, and then, yeah. I liked it a no. lot more than 12. P8 could do that because of the damage amp they had in the second phase they yeah, they knew that you had to be seeing those mechanics yeah part of the problem that they have had historically is that when d- groups have high damage they just don't see the last mechanics and if you have the difficult mechanics right at the end of the fight you yeah. just don't interact with them so their solution to that, <laughs> exactly yeah. so their solution to that is they put the difficult mechanic at about like 60 to 75 percent through the fight and they just like chuck a bunch of junk at the end and then you mm-hmm. just kind of have to have to do it, or you just don't have to do it if you have good damage, or if you have a bunch yeah. of deaths, then you have to do these like, like the DLC mechanics that you never see if your group's good and has high damage. DLC, DLC. It makes sense. Yeah. <gasps> yep. Yeah, I, yeah. You don't have very many bitch pogs in this kind of case where it's like bitch skip, skip bitch pog two or disband kind of situation, you know. Yeah. Even then, like, there was a bunch of stuff after that, right? That fight was just, I think, a little low-tuned and, and gear-scaled. Uh, outscaled that fight. But I, you're not going to be skipping Harrowing. You're not going to be skipping um, Light and Dark or Dark and Light, whatever it's called. Uh, mm-hmm. These things are still going to... You're not going to be skipping Limit Cut and P9. They put them early enough so that you have to interact with these things. And then yeah. the tail end of the fight is like, oh, goody, we skipped a pairs and out. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you don't skip anything important. Yeah, it's because it, for anyone who who the A twelve reference, your goal was always to skip as much of the last phase as possible because it does actually like loop and get harder the second time. Uh, so if you have to see that with the puddle dropping plus the the late judgment lasers and everything, it gets significantly mm-hmm. harder. So uh, that's been like the I think that is the tier that was like the most skippable in terms of stuff at the end. I can't think of another tier since it's been as skippable. No, they, they like kind of overreacted to that in Stormblood by just making every boss repeat at 50% because yeah. they had door bosses and then they just like gave us half a boss fight in the last one that they just looped. Yeah. Um, so that was never a problem there. And then all through 
Shadowbringers. Uh, really, Shadowbringers. It's really just so Bitchbox. Well. I think Bitchbox is the only one where that's really noticeable. Because, like, Voidwalker, like, you, 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 maybe you got eventually skip a cycle well, when you're overgeared or something. But you Yeah, know. but think I mean, about, you're still doing multiple cycles. Right? Yeah. Gaia, right? Like, Triple APOC and um, Advanced Relativity? The easiest Those were you're awesome. Not, yeah. Yeah, you're not skipping those, though, because that's one thing they can do when they have a shorter fight. Yeah. Is... You're you're not gonna be able to do so much damage that you skip as much of that. It was just um, it was just the big they. I, it, so on that topic, you you're thinking they probably put all those like big quietus like spam at the end of yeah. Gaius because of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big yeah. big enrage sequence, and then mm-hmm. like triple apoc, and then there's like a tank buster, and she autos for a little bit, and they just they just pad out the ending. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and even that's in like a, a short fight, right? Like that that yeah. enrage mm-hmm. sequence is like. 15% of the fight, probably, which is a lot to skip. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but anyway. Not a problem here. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. something about that fight, just the pacing felt really, really good, even with that long enrage sequence. Well, because that know. enrage sequence is, from a mitt and healing perspective, is not yeah. roll over and, like, it does not roll over and die. Which, I I was actually about to get into a little bit. I know we still have only talked about Caloric. I mean, uh, Classical One. We haven't even talked about yeah. the disaster that <laughs> is Caloric One. Uh, <laughs> so I guess, actually, I'll, I'll get us back on that slide, since I know you are waiting to get us back on that. Uh, don't do Neverland Strat for Caloric. <laughs> Dude, I, I, see, I see the merit, but, like, looking back at footage and, like, our logs, that was... A lot of wipes, even though it seemed so easy. Yeah. I know, I mean, so, caloric is the only mechanic, in my opinion, of phase, of phase two. And only caloric one, because caloric two's kind of just a joke. Pangenesis. No, it's, it's solved now. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't. Because caloric one, once it's solved, <laughs> still is a disaster. Yeah. Half the time. Mm-hmm. Pangenesis, maybe, like you'd think you know, so. Them. <laughs> but you know, it's just have a cheat sheet open, smile. <laughs> yeah, caloric... how many times did I say that during prog after we wiped? <laughs> like, let's not talk about that. A hundred? <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about that. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Caloric one is um, that's a mechanic, dude. That's that's a fucking mechanic. It's tight. Yeah. <sighs> so, my experience with caloric was. We had a lot of the issue. The, yeah. the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember I talked about in P10 that, that Bonds 3 would be significantly easier if they added a second to the debuff timers before they went off after the mechanics. If they added another second to the caloric timers, this would never happen. But if you are unlucky and there's high server load, apparently, is the issue, uh, then... The fires will go off, and you'll gain a stack after your previous stack has fallen off, mm. meaning that you are then carrying the caloric cannot move buff into exaflares. Yeah, and then you blow up and die. So yeah. it's funny. Yes. It's funny you mentioned that because that's how they fixed it. They added a mm-hmm. second, and now Did people they? are moving too quickly. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, they that's added they a second. They, they added a second to it. That's how they fixed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It only well, happened to us once. Once. Mm-hmm. And, and it, was... it was... Well, it happened to Bolana because he moved, but it happened to me because I went slightly out of the hitbox, and as the cast was finishing, I hit Stardiver. 
So the buff fell off, and then my, me pulling to the boss with my jump uh, gave me a stack, and then we blew up. And I was laughing so hard, I can't... <laughs> I need to find that clip. It was yeah. really funny. Your star divers scared the shit out of me throughout all of Prague. Dude! So. <laughs> that clip of the tethers... I had oh, another God. one! It happened again in our replay. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was even worse than the first time. When, when we were Not tethered bad. together during classical, and I'm just like, okay, he's standing in front, and then the fucking tether is <laughs> just all the way up in the air. It's the scariest thing of all time. It, it, it reminds me of back in E3, when I would tether a ninja, and they had old assassinate, <laughs> yeah. and my tether would go up to the head of the boss, and then back down really fast, and it'd scare the shit out of everyone. Yeah. Yep. That's another one. God. <laughs> Fucking Dragoon. <laughs> Good old Dragoon. Good old Dragoon. It's gonna be gone in 7.0, so say goodbye. Yep. Sly's on Anyways. Me. Sly's not. It's okay, Don't Sly. worry, Sly. It'll be fun. Give It'll the... be fun. It'll just be different, okay? Give, give me the Chewbacca noise, Sly. I know you want it. Give me Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, you dragoon mains. Think think about what they just did to Summoner, and uh, oh, I'm trying to think. think about oh, yeah, we're fucked. Hey, we're Astro, fucked. Yeah. hey, Astro mains. By the way, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Some Astro mains are gonna be like, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. It'll so be okay. I had I had fun. You know, it's not gonna be fun. Is remaking <laughs> the guide. You know what? Actually, the guide is gonna be really easy to make. So I'm just gonna say. Press your Legos when they're up. Yep. And the video ends. <laughs> I'm telling get you, they're just going to put the jumps on GCDs. That's it. They're going to get rid of the four and five part of the combo, and your jumps are going to be on GCDs, and they're going to yep. like change one of your three base GCDs. Mm-hmm. And they're going to make them all work like um, the high jump change, where you don't change your coordinates at all. That's and they're going to let you move while you're doing them, too. All right. No, I don't, I actually, Except Star Diver. I, I think they're still gonna fuck you somehow. <laughs> I think they're gonna get rid of Star Diver. Yeah, but, uh, we still won't be able to. We still won't be able to weave Star Diver and Star Diver and anything. They're they're not gonna change that. They're gonna cut so much shit, Sly. Listen, they're gonna yeah. Life of the Dragon is gonna be on a sixty second cooldown. It's gonna be a button you press. <laughs> no, ECDs no. into no. jumps, and no. then it turns one of your GCDs into Primal no. Rage. I mean, Star Diver. No. <laughs> oh, I, oh, you think that? No, that's not going to be Life of the Dragon. That's going to be um, that's going to be uh, Dragon Sight is going to change it to Star Driver. When, so I'm what you're saying? Like, so what you're saying, Svi, is we're going to be Reaper too? No, you're going to be Warrior Three. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> Warrior. Yeah. God. All right. Anyways, P12 something. Yeah. The <laughs> caloric. Yeah. Um, Neverland Strat. Yeah. yeah. It's funny though because we fixed it. By not doing Neverland Strat, but still doing Neverland Strat. Yep. <laughs> we were doing, essentially, instead of going out diagonally, you just look at where the people are merging. So if they're merging north and south like this, you just go out instead of diagonally, and it makes it easier somehow, I guess. But do you know what our prog strat was? <laughs> it I was, what, it was everybody rotate clockwise and then listen to Mr. Heavy. I literally would say A and 1 to D... Two and three out. <laughs> Easiest prog of my life, dude. I just, <laughs> yes, sir. Me when Mr. Happy tells me to do something. Salute. Yes, chef. <laughs> yes, chef. Fucking run to the spot. It's like a like like I'm on a fucking runway, just like it was telling awesome. the airplanes where to go. No, it it, it low key worked. 
It was it was great. Once I Loved stopped it. fucking it up, there was a point mm-hmm. where I said the entire thing wrong. Said, "Wait, that's wrong. Don't move yet." And then fixed <laughs> it. <laughs> and then we still made so, it. Until- <laughs> my favorite pulls were the ones where we all rotated, and then we all like looked at you, and you went, "Uh." <laughs> <laughs> so can we? Can we actually call this happy calories? Yes, happy yeah. calories. Calories. They're like empty calories, except you're way happier about them. There we go. What do I got to go into every raid group for that? So like, hold on, we're doing this strat. Haps, we need you here. You join our Discord <laughs> real quick. You see it on the PF now. Happy calories. P2. When do we get the spectator <laughs> slot for raids for Ninth Man's? The official Ninth Man oh, spectator slot. Oh, boy. Ooh. That's that'll be when that happens. Awesome. Happy. I'm so glad you. I'm so glad. Probably can't get the duty recorder to work. Don't even be excited about it. (laughs) I'm so glad you bring that up, Happy, because that was that was going to be one of my one of my closing questions as we uh, you know near near the end of this conversation about um, Abasius, the importance of a ninth man this tier, man. Always huge. Always, Always yeah. huge, but I will say this as a Savage tier felt more important to have a Ninth Man. Mm-hmm. Like, not just mm-hmm. looking at things or even looking at what other groups are doing. Genuinely mm-hmm. keeping your fucking head on your shoulders. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just such a thing. If you don't have like someone as like a dedicated shot call, even if you do, having that extra, that extra gut check on what you're doing, just mm-hmm. way better, way fucking yep. better. Like better, better, like even better than like looking at top. Like I, having a ninth man calling shit for top. Like I didn't think about that that much, not as much as I thought about it here. Weirdly enough, the mm-hmm. Discord screen share into please call it so we can fucking fight the boss, please. But I still had to call Clark. So happens, happens, yeah. And then Pangenesis playing Destiny. Pangenesis, we were just given the rules, so we really didn't have much of a prog on Pangenesis other than getting yoinked for that rescue strat. Uh, right, right. Not much yeah, of I was a gonna prog, say actually, he says. About Coloric before we move on to Pangenesis. It is like the anti-Final Fantasy tank players mechanic. Because they all just love to fucking wiggle and move around and just AD, 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 and just didn't blow up. And there was oh. several pulls. Where like you've got people just moving because they're just used to moving, mm-hmm. and it's just you've never been punished that hard for that sort of movement in Final Fantasy before. I don't think ever. Like there are times where you have to be standing, like you know everybody stand in this little spot, and you know that, but never for a, an extended period of time do you have to have very deliberate movement. And I've learned that not many players in this game move very deliberately. They kind of meander like a cat. And then they'll end up where they want to be, but in their own way. And sometimes that's just too long. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> also, you have the people who are allergic to standing on other players. <laughs> so they're like a pixel off to the side, but then their movement needs to be in the opposite direction. So, yeah, you also have that as well. That's uh, that's a big one. I don't know what it is with people, man. They're just like, I need to see my character. Get off How of am I supposed me. to see my glam? <laughs> Fucking dies. <laughs> oh man yeah and then pangenesis uh, cool I guess <laughs> I mean we had it solved already so like that's as far as it goes so it's like yeah. but that fucking description for that of it literal Yu-Gi-Oh card yeah also, to my knowledge it doesn't actually work exactly the way it explains because two 
plus zero doesn't equal one and one. Two plus zero equals one and zero. So it doesn't actually do what it says there. Oh, where it which, distributes it? Yeah. Yeah, it says that it will take the sum of both and then redistribute it. But you know why that is, though? It can only redistribute amongst the debuff itself. Like, if you don't have a debuff, it has nothing to... It, like, it doesn't have a number with which to redistribute. It's treating you as a zero, but it only redistributes amongst the debuff. Because it says the debuff's number will change. But it, if you don't have one, then how can it redistribute? And why would it not go back to two on that person? Because it's still taking the total. It's, th- it's still I doing guess. the math, I but guess, it's yeah. only redistributing on the person who actually has the debuff. But also, I it not doing what it says would be a lot like a Yu-Gi-Oh card, as Klee says. Yeah. yeah. It's... I think they had a really good idea. I think it was conveyed very poorly. But its resolution, when you actually understand it and have a formulated strat, is very like cool to see unfold, right? The, yeah. the, the steps you go through, the I'm in this tower, you're repeating to them, I'm in Dark Tower, I'm in Dark Tower, I'm in Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. And then the reaction, based on every single one, the... The, like the cadence of the, the pairs and the splitting off and then the, the little slime popper. I think the first time we saw a slime, we were like, what the hell is that doing there? Um, thought it was a fail state or something. We didn't think about it too much, but yeah, spawning slimes, mid-mechanic, very cool. Um, the, the cadence just feels really cool to get to go through, uh, and all the steps. And, and then when you get to the end and there's just, it's just, it's just nice. It's, it's, it's very like, what's the word for it? Like a, a good, a feel good mechanic to Rewarding. get right. Yeah, reward. You know what it is? It's that. And it was on a two-minute window. Yeah, it sure was. So there's a lot of like very weirdly placed two-minute windows in phase two, but they're not like the mechanics don't make it like that hard to do necessarily. It's just like it is in the middle of something every time. So I love pangenesis. This is a very cool mechanic. I love mechanics that are. So complex initially that I need to make an echo macro for myself and I have it on my screen and I can like cross check my job and like what I'm doing and then I feel really good when I get it done. It was a, it was a really fun mechanic. Yeah. I will say that in both Doorboss and this fight, the two minute here sucks if you're playing Black Mage. Cause can you imagine doing ley lines during Pangenesis? Ley lines during Super Chain? You can't. No, <laughs> you literally cannot. This, this is why they buffed Black Mage, by the way. Not yeah. because they think they need more damage, because they're like, we're just going to delete a ley lines from each fight. You don't need yep. that CD. We'll give you some some Xenoglossy damage. I was uh, I was joking during reclears because the Black Mage staff dropped and Bellana was uh, playing Black Mage for reclears. I was like, hey, so are you excited for when they're going to make ley lines a personal buff instead of a thing on the floor? <laughs> just follows you around, yeah. There's, there's no way that they don't with the way they're doing. Yeah, there's yeah. no way they don't with the way they're doing encounters these days and, and mechanics and the amount of movement that you need. Uh, just it, it doesn't work with Final Fantasy fight design anymore. It's a little bit outdated. Yep. With old, all Black older fights, you used to be able to like work around yeah, delay exactly. lines, which was cool. Yep. But now you can't. You just literally cannot. You know, it's funny, in phase, in phase one, for the very first mechanic, he drops the ley lines where we start the fight, but if that's where the laser baits are, I need to, like, cuts it as close as possible to the lasers going off and then just zips to someone across on, with manipulation. One time I was too far and he tried to pick me and he died immediately. (laughs) You saw his body zoom over and also hit the ground at the same time. Good stuff. Awesome. Um, yeah, Pan- I mean, I like the way, I think the most satisfying thing about Pangenesis is how weighty the tower hits feel. Yeah. 
It's so, like, <clears throat> every time is awesome. Yeah. So, but it's just, yeah, it's one of those I lost a lot of enjoyment because we just had the solution. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because, like, I think back to, like, high concept, and I don't feel that way about high concept, weirdly enough, in P8. Like, even though we knew it, it was still, like, from beginning to end, just doing it right was also really satisfying. I didn't get that as much here, other than the impact of the towers. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. I think high concept, it's probably because high concept was a little more involving because it was a downtime mechanic. So they're like, you have to do more individual steps yourself. Maybe. Uh, that don't include pressing buttons, unless you're a healer, because, you know, they love equal responsibility in this game. Healers ask to heal. They can't DPS, they don't exactly. have a choice now. Nope. <laughs> if, they, if they can't DPS, they actually press their heal buttons. What do you know? Well, no, I mean more like, there's still a huge disparity in, in mechanics like that in downtime. Oh, yeah. Nobody has to do anything except the healer has to still be pushing buttons and, I and stuff. I mitt. That's Bro, something. Yeah, one, one button? That doesn't count. That doesn't I'm count. Helping. I'm, hel- <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm helping. I'm helping. I'm helping. That's it. I'm helping. Uh, and then we kind of skipped over hexes and the tank buster. I love the tank buster, by the way, the crush helm, just for what it is. Because... I always thought it was really stupid in Thunder God Sid. I was like, why even bother with the four? It doesn't hit hard enough. Who gives a shit about these four Vuln stacks? Here she's like, I'm going to make you give yep. a shit. The Asuna was cool. Yeah. Little thing, but. Poor like cover for the, when the heavens fall. <laughs> I hated that line. I fucking love all her voice lines so much. So long. <laughs> yeah, she's just, she's like. Every time, every time she does it, keeps going. Doesn't shut up. Talk emoji every single time that she says something. It reminds me of um, going back to the Evilies. Reminds me of uh, what's her face? Um, Agrius, because when she does an attack, she literally talks for about sixteen seconds straight during one of them, and she was like, "Blah blah blah blah." blah, blah. <laughs> they got a lot to say, dude. A lot to say. It's very Matsuno for them to not stop talking. It's a very <laughs> Matsuno thing to do. Oh man, and uh, yeah, the the X's were so were one of those really weird, out of place. Why did they put this here? Mechanics, in my opinion. Yeah, they didn't even kill you half the time if you got hit. Nope. And they gave you a damage really? down, but it yeah. didn't matter. Yeah, you could get hit. You could eat one. Our healers, <laughs> yeah, our, our, we very frequently had like a healer All the time. or a tank get hit. Yeah. Even and DPS. the check was so baby mode that it didn't even matter. Yeah, it's not like where you get like a damage down in P8 and you're like, is that it? Wipe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> P8, a special case, but even still, you know, or top even, top damage down. Nope, DSR. Done. <sighs> Done. Yeah. I think Just like you that. wait till there's the next dungeon comes in and the relics at the same time, top checks aren't going to exist anymore. Yep. And you have the new pots and food right now. Oh, yeah, that'll help too. Yeah, that's big. I actually want to go back into top. Hmm. I don't. I like top, but I don't. <laughs> I like top. Like- I like top when I'm doing top with people who know how to do top. So nobody. Like yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you have trust issues too, huh? Not top- trust issues, just top issues. Top issues. Yeah. <laughs> top, you can absolutely trust everyone you're with and have no good feeling about what's about to happen. Yeah, that, that fight don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wow, I really love raiding with all these people. Pantocrator starts. <laughs> nah. Changed my mind. That's it. 
Oh, God. And then it's Caloric 2, which is easier than Caloric 1. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. What? Unless you have the rough divide incident. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Our gunbreaker ended up not, like, he unbound his rough divide key. He took it off the hotbar. Because, yeah, there were a few wipes in there because he had the last dodge and went out of the boss's hitbox and just, you're bursting there, he's pushing buttons, and one of them happens to be a gap closer that moves him from out of the boss's hitbox to mm. into the boss's hitbox. Yeah. It was bad. So, yeah, uh, this is a tweet of, like, the, the log, and he's searching for rough divide, zero results. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't cast it, he awesome. literally unbound it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very easily fixable by just swapping positions with a ranged or something who yeah. was up the front. But I was, th- I was no. just thinking in my head how, how would that happen even? How would a tank end up back there? History must be rewritten. Let it be yeah, rewritten. I think in our kill, Vi does a life window doing nothing but throwing spears the whole time. Because he was like, up the back there. We had deaths after that point. And we still made the check. We yeah. need, like, those sorts of things that are like unheard of in getting a final floor clear in the last you know, several years now. So the fact that it was that lenient was kind of surprising that you can have made... Like, bro, we're on hour 25, literally hour 25 of raiding at that point. I, I would have been doing more on Summoner because I just like, I, I don't know what the hell I was doing on Black Mage at that point. I was a bit delirious. Um, and it still died. The, yep. I, I think that this check was, I want to say, two lakhs? But I don't know where the, the borrowers will be like, oh, this is okay, because it's kind of arbitrary, right? Like, they, they obviously wanted this to have an easier DPS check than they've done previously. Mm-hmm. And they did that, for sure, but it felt like a, it was, if you can do the mechanics and not catastrophically fail, you're killing the fight. Yeah. Yeah, or you can just leave your paladin dead for the last, like, half a minute and still also <laughs> Which is exactly what we did. <laughs> I didn't even realize. I went back and watched our clear. We, I was like, oh yeah, he dies there. Uh, I'm sure they get back up. Nope. No one, even made, <laughs> no one even made the attempt. That's, <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, I, I can't yet. It was, I'm not going to. <laughs> it was partially because I don't think anybody thought it was going to die. But it did. Yeah. The time we saw another, I think we had... Four seconds still before the arena would have actually cracked. I don't remember. No, no, we had two seconds left before the arena would have cracked because the boss. It was the, it was kind of close. It, I, well, we we killed it at eight forty five, and I think eight forty seven is the latest kill that is recorded. So I'd assume that's like as you're dying, the arena cracks kind of kill. Yeah, so. like the final dot tick. Mm, yeah. So uh, yeah, the, the last phase like. Again, UAV online is just, it, it's kind of a nothing burger, again. Do you think that, there's no way because of the the amount of time it takes to develop these fights, was that a nod at the top stuff, or was yeah. it just a, an awkward coincidence? It was an awkward coincidence, because they would have had to have been developing this way before, like, before top even came out. Like, yeah. they, they would have known. They didn't go like, mm-hmm. ha ha ha, I'm sure they'll think this is funny that people were... Yeah. Doing this shit, let's make a reference to. No. That's it. That's 7.0. <laughs> yeah. 
That said, it is a little bit um, topical, I guess, in that regard. Good pun. But, uh, but it's no, obviously not not related. But it's nice to to think it would be. Everything else in that fight, though, that's kind of that's a lot of it, right? The classical two, actually, I thought was cool once. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 that mechanic exists just to like be at once like, oh, I'm doing it right, and then haha, no, you're not. And after that, it's it's the same process, right? You're doing the same thing, and then you've got to go through the extra mental step afterwards. And so doing that is it's not super difficult. Uh, and then, you know, same mechanic, slightly different variation on the way that the mechanics resolve afterwards. Um, and there isn't really anything else in the fight, as you said. It's all yeah, kind of, it. yeah. There's UAVs. There's a couple of tank busters. Even the fight's kind of a palindrome. It ends the way it yeah, started. It, it literally mm-hmm. all the mechanics, except for like one. I think that there's like a tank buster and an exit that happen just like in random spots ish. But yeah, it's like largely, you know, ends how it Storm started. Bloodish. No, it's not even Stormbloodish. It's just that it's like the first mechanic is the last mechanic, and classical is the second to last. Is the second mechanic and the second to last mechanic, and caloric is the third and the third to last mechanic. And then I mean, Genesis in, in a way, the, in a way that kind of like mirrors. It kind of, it kind of mirrors Stormblood, but it just it's it's different. It's it's a mm. it's oh. just a mirror. It's just a mirror. That's it. It's a book. It closes like this. Mm. There you go. Yeah, and that's the closing chapter on Savage for this tier. See, I made it. I made it all work. Expansion. Oh, oh. god damn it! Not just yeah, this tier. No, I'm sorry. That's what I meant to say. Expansion. Yeah. We have yeah. a very, very long time of this tier. How do you think it's going to hold up longevity-wise? I think well. I'd I rather be hold up well. Yeah. As the entire tier, yeah. Yeah. I I think as Fidelos and this hold up very well. Both. I think it's only if, if Abyssos was the last tier, that would have been a disaster. Okay. Yeah, that's hmm. that's what I think, at least. And one other thing, um, going back to the DPS check, I'll say this. I think P8 Phase 2 would have felt very similar if not for the Phoenix buff. Because the Phoenix buff just made clearing that last section wildly inconsistent for groups because of the damage variance on... I I don't like blaming damage variance, but I genuinely think that 1% they took away was not because it was it needed it or it was overtuned. I think it was because of the wildly varying damage that you get in that second phase. Yeah. They... I mean, it's probably been hopped on a million times. It has been hopped on a million times. That there is kind of a problem in the, in the game with the way that jobs are currently designed and mm. thought form phasing. Yep. Yeah. The top was really bad for this as well. That having strict Oof. checks on short timers with such high variance is just unhealthy. Um, yep. it, it, it doesn't reward consistency because you can consistently be inconsistent now. Uh, yeah. And then slap a 100% multiplier on that. Hooray. Let's see how much variance we can have now. Um, yeah. Yeah, let me, yeah. Having the dance partner a red mage for the transition into phase five, the like the wave cannon shit, because they actually have three melee combos and there's no one minute window there was certainly a play to have to make. <laughs> So. Yep. Or just Dragoon, and then just if they, like and then if they get back crit variants. Dragoon just actually trolling phase one if your group's struggling with damage because you just miss a life window on your opener mm-hmm. because that's just how the job's designed. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. It's just so yep. weird. And then uh, Ninja's just like Lamav Hyosho. <laughs> until you all, until you until you crit none of the Hyoshos. Yep. And My clear. 
My clear for top, I was playing Ninja. Over the entire poll, two of my Yoshi's crit out of 13. Bro, I think top's instance is broken. Like, I, I don't think I've ever complained about Dancer proc so much in a single, in a single fight than I did with top. Like, I'm literally screaming at my procs in like every pull. Like, if you pull six hours of pulls, it's, alright, no proc, no proc, no fucking proc, I can no sure use a proc. I just, it's, it was just, it was awful. <coughs> I was just yelling at it the whole fucking time. Yeah. So, good, good, good time. Good time. I swear. Yep. And one thing that well, was, it was a result of top was I'm fixing limit break damage variants at 6.3. That was definitely because of top. <laughs> yep. Apparently it's been tuned to the higher end of its previous variants, which I've seen reports that now it is easier to clear final phase top. Because of that, yeah. Um, which because you get two of them, right? Cool. Oh, three, three, yeah. Wait, three, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the caster one as well on the range, but um, mm. it's a lot. It's a lot. But yeah, in regards to this tier, none of the fights had tough checks oh. at all. I think our first eleven clear had five deaths. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. It's Do you want to know what happened on our first eleven? Because it wasn't <laughs> our first eleven. The 0.1% wipe to the random tank LB. That, <laughs> that. Yeah, we yeah. were on in rage. It was about to die, and I was like, all right, send LB. And then Valor was like, okay, <laughs> tank LBs. <laughs> what? It was, it was, we had the raid wide before in he rage. It felt so bad. Yeah. But it was an honest mistake, but yeah. And then we, then we pulled it again and died. But yeah, I think in that same poll we so had, funny. we had discussed holding in case we needed tank LB like a few minutes prior because we didn't, like we were past law of the whatever and we didn't know what the end was. So we said hold in yeah. case like tank LB, but you know. And then when he said send LB, he was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was about to hit it because I felt like that might have happened. And it, I, I was like literally pressing the button in my VOD about to LB. And then I hear the tank LB go off. And then we wipe. <laughs> and then all of us like watching in despair as the dark wall goes up and all of us went, oh no. I don't want LB3. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Okay, all right. Is the yeah, tank LB three on the enraged cast? <laughs> we were like, no shot. <laughs> well, no, it hit the AOE before. It did. It did hit the AOE that comes before the enraged, but it was still like it was there, and it was. We were just like, <gasps> <laughs> it was. It was weird. He felt really bad. We cleared. We cleared it. I think a pull later, anyway. So yeah, it was fine. Yeah, so yeah, you would do. Yeah, no, it was no. not for the sticks. The sticks one might have made sense for that because sticks fucking hurts. But no, no, it was it was on the basic raid wide. The Unomia, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Unomia. Speaking of raid wides, this whole tier had a a pretty common theme of body checks after mechanics. Yeah. Sticks was one of them because it's a split damage, and then uh, the the Theos's Ultima and Door Boss as well did damage based on how many people were alive. It was the same as the um the relativities, right? Yeah. It's essentially a split damage raid wide. Uh so putting that after limit cut is cruel, by the way. So you don't even get to so see cool. Super Chain. Yeah. But um no, they they did that a few times throughout this tier, which I'm okay with, although it, a couple times limping through you're like, have we missed something? Is there a codex? Why did this raid wide do five hundred thousand damage? But it's literally just, just yeah, we- eight alive. We figured it, I think we survived with like three people and, oh no, we survived with two people and I took like, 
450k, and I was like, okay, we need everyone alive for that. There's no reason that does 450k unless, yeah. you know, it's splitting the damage. So yeah, unless you gotta bring Tank LB3 through. No, <laughs> Tank LB3 would do like a million if it was like if everyone was alive and you didn't have it, like it wouldn't just do. Yeah. I think we had a pull where only a healer survived and it did 900k or something. So like we had yep. like enough data points. Oh, you had data points. Yeah. yeah. That makes um, sense. Yeah. I, yeah, but I think this tier will hold up fairly well. I mean, the PF is always a, its own disaster because like people who want to do it and clear it quickly then stop doing it. But there, but this is, and this is, I have to bring this point up. This tier needs to be unlocked way sooner than the fucking previous yep. tiers because you now need that lifeblood for this tier or it is going to be a fucking disaster doing nine a couple months from now, doing limit cut, doing blitz ball. Three, two, three months from now, five months. If you do not have the lifeblood that is people just being bored and wanting to do the tier because it's unlocked, you it's gonna be a fucking disaster. <laughs> but it's not gonna happen. So see you in nine months. Well, when are we expecting things to be? Do we have any tentative for in mind for expansion? After and then, oh, like June, June of next year would be the expansion at the earliest. It's a year old. Well, yeah. let, let me lay out the timeline Find another for game you. to play. Yeah. October is most likely 6.5. That follows the 19-week schedule that they now have between yeah. patches. Another eight weeks would put December as the final story patch for 6.55. And then you normally have about four months after that, but because we, I think it's reasonable enough to expect they wouldn't go for an April release, I think at that point you're better off predicting the six-month total instead of the four-month total. So, because the last FanFest is in January, then they'll have to do media tour. They'll probably have some other live letter before that. So, yeah, I think June is the reasonably earliest guess. And I think they want it back in the summer anyway. Like, when I genuinely just think they want summer timing. I'm blanking on how quickly Asphodelus Savage came out after expansion drop. Four weeks. Was it four weeks after? Yeah, it's two yeah, weeks for four, normal. Four two weeks. is normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so technically, another at, month. We'd be looking at yeah. we'd be looking at like July Savage, right? Yeah. If the good news the is the good news is you do have Blue Mage. A. You do have Blue Mage coming up if you're interested in that. You do have the next Criterion. Week. Yeah, you have Criterion. Two Criterions left. We know there's oh, a bonus yeah, trial with Asura. We don't know if that's going to have an extreme or anything. Is that the thing that they showed would be at FanFest? Yeah, Asura. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And in case anyone what hasn't, what do been we paying think attention, that is? Is that a story trial? Uh, that's Hildebrand. They've already hinted at it in Hildebrand. Oh, okay. yeah. They literally, like, in 6.3's Hildebrand, they talk about the lady and, like, the favors they're doing for her, or, like, the, the, the great lady or something. So, almost certainly a Hildebrand trial. Dude, you know what they should do? They should just make Ultimates Blue Majorable. That'd give me a year's worth of content. Yeah, Blue Woo, Blue Cob. Yeah. That'd be yeah. so fun. They'd send yeah, they don't want to, and I hate it. I don't want, and we can get the Shadowkeeper mount. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm You're telling funny. you, it's gonna be the Titan ATV from Blue from the next yes. pass. Please make it the Titan ATV. A Morbol is cool. I want the Titan ATV. Morbol is really cool. But it would. It's so funny about them ruining the prestige of Ultimates. Like, a, no one cares. B, it's already it already barely matters. And C, the people who did it normally are the ones who want to do it with Blue Mage. Mm-hmm. So, they got nothing. Yep. They just don't want to balance it. I think they're worried about balancing it. In but, or, Ucop was killed with over a hundred deaths. That's yeah. Fucking... They don't need to balance shit. 
or they can finally get back to the question that I asked Yoshi P during the media tour. The true, the true end game of the Unreal system is to unreal the old ultimates and make them level 90 with proper yeah. checks. And then force people to go in there with like 430 gear. Or what is it? It's 530 right 530? now, yeah. 535, I think, is the, the eye level sync. It's bad. Yep. I should oh, no, have I think... my skill speed in Unreal. <laughs> retuned, retuned level 90 ultimates would be awesome. That'd be so yeah. fun. That'd be very, very good. Sly, when are you doing ultimate? When I get people I trust. Alright, when are you <laughs> finding those people? You can find them. Send out the bat signal. Sly Cobb. Yeah. Is, is that is that is yeah. that it? Is that our is that our seasonal cob? Sly Cobb. That's, yep. that's the seasonal cob. Like we have season oh, seasonal boy. cobs. We we had we had Rich Strippin and and next is Sly. <laughs> yep. Sly. The thing cob. is, oh, God. you should probably do it as a send off to your job as well. True. <laughs> oh my God. Enjoy. So enjoy the god tierness like, of Dragoon and Yukob. If you if you do it next expansion, people are gonna say it was harder on old Dragoon. Right? <laughs> so you have to do it with this expansion. Now. Yeah. We used to have this button called elusive jump. It's such a <laughs> they're not getting rid of elusive. There's no way they're getting rid of elusive. No, nah, they're gonna give us two charges. Is what they're gonna do? Yes. Yes. Exactly. They are. They're gonna get rid of spine shatter and, and they're gonna get around. rid of life surge. They're gonna give us a defensive. Um, right, they're gonna give on, us no, unique, uh, GCDs during life windows. What if they just make it so when you press life, you get a shield on top of it? That would not fucking help. <laughs> exactly, it's just the like, it, it's just like so- life, it's just like life surge. It's like, it's there, <laughs> but you know, but I'm you saying have like, that's what they're damage. <laughs> we're, that's- we're getting Ring of Thorns back too. Yeah, yeah. Be and awesome. we're also removing <laughs> the magic defense stat on all their armor as well, so they can start dying to raid once <laughs> cool. again. Yeah, and, and, and they're putting the damage. Blood, yeah. They're putting the vulnerability back on blood for blood. Oh, I like so. how it's one giant reversion into two point four. Yeah, yeah it's just it's just. But whatever it, you do, ARR dragoon. If they bring back heavy thrust, I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> that's it. That's, Position that's my one condition. If, you play Reaper. Pretty, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I, I hate just... Reaper because of that. That's okay. why I don't play it. All right. <laughs> I remember when you wanted to play it at some point, and then you pressed yeah. that button a few times, and and then I, I pressed Death Design, and I was like, "Wow, this is just old Dragoon. This kind of fucking sucks." <laughs> you mean you didn't like missing heavy thrust and not getting the damage buff? No, it was cool. Now that's true. You wouldn't have even known that because you didn't really start raiding until way. I mean, I I played raid. casually like since the beginning of Heaven's War, but I never raided till Shadowbringers. So yeah, that's fair. I I know the I know the phlebotomize combo. Don't. <laughs> yep. Combo. <laughs> oh yeah, when you're leveling as a dragoon way back in the day, uh, your oh your, yeah, now it's your rotation. Five. Your rotation on an enemy was phlebotomize, phlebotomize, yeah. phlebotomize, hey, phlebotomize, yeah. heavy thrust, phlebotomize, phlebotomize. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember. Yeah, because it, it, now it, then it became impulse drive, impulse drive, impulse drive until yep. twenty six. Yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. there you go. And then you're like, I have to level Marauder. What the fuck is this? How do I do? <laughs> I like how this just became Boomer chat instead of Anabasios chat. Every time. Yeah. That's true. Every time. Thanks, Sly. Sly wanted to end the show on his Dragoon Depression, and we're like, no, we're, we're dragging you through it. 
That makes it worse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good show. Good show, friends. Good show. Yeah. So I can't wait for our for our seven job discussion, State of the Realm. I can't wait. I just want you to know that it's gonna got, be awesome. I got big plans. I'm gonna get. Is only, it? I'm gonna get only Dragoon and Astro <laughs> players on this show for that one. Oh my God! Please. <laughs> no. When you do when you do the Dragoon show. When you do That's the Dragoon show, the most annoying show ever because I'm fucking boomer as shit about fucking Astro and Happy knows that shit. You gotta get me, Jitter, and Soviet Hammer in a VC when the new update drops. Oh fuck, that is gonna be the like, oh shit. I just, <laughs> oh what a fucking show that's gonna be. See you in a year. If you're not a permanent Destiny two player by then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys want to learn how to do Destiny Rates? They're actually really fun. No, no I'm going to go play no, the Final Fantasy 16 demo for the 73rd no. time. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on D4. You want I'm me to D4 describe right to you what Destiny rating now is in terms of can, Final can, Fantasy 14? Can I, can, I tell Imagine? You what, can I tell you what my Destiny rating experience was prior to this conversation? Go ahead. Okay, so there's this boss at the end of Vault of Glass, and I pushed him off, and I've now beaten the hardest rate. <laughs> yep, that's about how it goes. Is but also, the, the funny part is, here's how it would go in Final Fantasy terms. Someone would be like, hey, does anybody have a Palace Athena checkpoint? Oh, the fucking like, checkpoint. And then shit. someone's like, oh, yeah, I got one. Oh, can I have it real quick? And you both, two of you, load into the Palace Athena. You wipe, and then you're like, thanks. And then you leave, and then you and your static do Palace Athena, and then you clear the raid for the week. Without no, doing 9, 10, or 11. That's a Realm Reborn rating, like, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we checked. Yeah, we did a lot of checkpoint rating. Yeah, we did a lot of skipping yeah. the first yep. three fights in that. Yeah, just yeah. asking for the fourth fight. I mean, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, it's, it's and then there, there was checkpoint skipping ads and stuff as well because there was trash back there. Yeah, that, that literally. Yeah, you existed. could. Yeah, that's another thing. You could actually checkpoint past fucking ads back then, but we can't checkpoint past these fucking bosses Dude. for more than the instance length. Fucking reflasia. <laughs> yeah. Then oh the, the ninja on the scouting mission passed into goods ads. That yeah. was always good. Yeah. <laughs> I was that ninja. Oh God, yeah. that was... Oh, man. Final I... Fantasy players, like, get banned for opening their desynth menu during a raid. Bungie introduces a bug where a gun will just randomly accidentally one-shot the hardest boss in the game instantly, and then Bungie goes, Oh, uh, we'll fix that next week. Go ahead. <laughs> and then everybody, everybody just is like, okay, and then just, bam, like farm the boss like ten thousand times. That, that, it's that, so dumb. That'd be, that be like if I'm um, Unger Max. They did the same thing. Like Unger, just, just for a week, they're like, oh, all right, have your fun. No. <laughs> oh no, but they they banned people for that. Yeah. And my favorite part about that whole debacle was when they came out and said, oh, we, we know of two or three groups who tried to do UCOB using Ungo Max, but none of them were successful. So they, <laughs> they used Ungo Max and they still couldn't beat it. Yeah. One last story before we finally wrap the show since we're doing boomer talks right now. Back in Second Coil, oh, there was a group on Sargatanis, I believe, um, and their guild, uh, randomly had cleared six, seven, and eight within about 40 minutes of each other on the first week. Oh. And, and we found out that they had positionally hacked their Z axis and just stood above the boss and just shot it until it died. <laughs> and they got banned. There was literally like a, like a hot fix notice. It was like, oh, we fixed these bugs, blah, blah, blah. By the way, we also banned eight people. <laughs> just like in a random, like hot fix. In Holy. Second coil. 
Yeah, and then their house was available. Awesome. As that oh, was, great. Because their whole FC got banned because that was their whole FC. <laughs> so that's a fun little Sargatanis Boomer story for you. Good lord. Good Demolition. You remember yeah. at the beginning of Shadowbringers when Ruin 4 on Summoner did like fucking a thousand times more damage than it was supposed to and it was on an infinite, like you didn't have to get the yep. buff to use it, you just press it over and over again? Yep. Well, that that was not something you could do natively to the game. That was mm-hmm. uh, nefarious methods S- to do that Sphere one. knows a lot about that. Sphere, Sphere mm-hmm. was on a mission. I only saw the logs, so yeah. I don't know what actually happened, but I was like, this dude pressed Ruin 4 800 times during this poll? Yeah. That's interesting. Was that the same <laughs> one who did this, this, this spell speed thing with Black Mage, Sphere? Because I remember you going off about that. The one where oh. they were like, were just way faster than any casts that were possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that guy had like dozens of reports on him over the years on the forums and stuff, and he finally got banned for win trading and PvP. Oh, so, God. <laughs> not for the spell speed thing. No, absolutely not. not I don't know if it was him or not, but there, there was a lot of the old ruined four people going on. But God, better bring a summoner. What a time! What don't a... worry, it'll be oh the no next expansion anyway. This what I just said is going to be you guys a year from. No! <laughs> It all comes back to Dragoon. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll get a Wyvern pet. Who knows? Uh, maybe, maybe. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Please, no pet. Final Fantasy Eleven players be like, maybe now is the time I get the Wyvern. No. It's okay. It won't no. be an actual pet. It'll sit there and do nothing like the Carbuncle because you're going to be just like Summoner anyway, and then you'll summon a bigger dragon that will do one attack and go away, and then the small Wyvern will come back and do nothing again. Except give you a shield whenever you press Life of the Dragon. Yep, outside of, like, immediately after a raid-wide or when nothing's happening, of course. So that, mean, so that means we're getting skill chains, too? Sure. Well, I mean, you kind of have them with your weapons. Like, the five the five weapon skills is kind of that, in a sense, if you think about it, you know? No, no, chaining off of somebody else. Oh, no, no. We had that in 1.0. You don't want that as well. We had the fucking battle regiments in 1.0. You don't want that. <laughs> it's bad. Bad times. Oh, anyway, man. let's actually end the show now. <laughs> Whoops wants to go play Good Destiny. De- Whoops wants to go play Destiny too. I, I gotta go yeah. into this tier we're just talking about. <laughs> I'm playing Scholar. Oh, oh no, that's good. You have the soil, so you're you're yeah. safe. Yeah, you're good. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Sly, for running the helm of this show, even if we ran it a bit abroad here at the end. <laughs> Appreciate it, and thank you both for coming on the show to have this fun little discussion yes, thank about you. Anabasios and all that stuff. I'm glad. Thanks have- for having me again. Yeah, you sound surprised. You're like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, they invited me back. Why would you? Why, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> uh, I'll raid with you, but state of the realm, absolutely not. Anyway. Oh no, I'd love to be on here more. All right. Yeah. See, he's not. He's not fold. No, we're never having fold on the show. Sly, we've been over this a million yeah. times. Folds never come. Yeah, I know. I'm never allowing <laughs> that. I've come, I've come to terms with that. And he's come to yeah. terms with everything. So I don't want, it's not, it's not a good, it's not good. It's, I want to stay on the air slide and Twitch is cracking down and <laughs> shit. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> anyway, thank you everyone for watching as well. Uh, let's sign off. Um, uh, whoops. Let's tell everyone what you got going on, where you, where they can find you all that good stuff. Uh, you can find me on things as whoops, W-O-O-P-S, and I just do stuff, and that's all. Great. <laughs> Great talk. Oh, yeah. Great talk. One, one, little, one, one, little, one little sidebar, 
Uh, I have a new favorite image of that was from me from your oh. video. That's, oh that's, yeah, go if you want to see funny funny Mr. Happy drawings, go to my YouTube channel, I guess. <laughs> my favorite recurring. Not, not for the other eight minutes of the Destiny 2 stuff that's in there, but for the one fuck you and Mr. Happy flipping <laughs> off the camera. Yeah, go go watch that. Yeah. I watched the whole thing and then I'm like, oh god, is this this is there another one? Is there another one? <laughs> there it is every time. Uh thank you again for joining us. Whoops. No problem. And I'll be seeing you tomorrow, of course. Uh, oh, fuck is it? Oh, yeah. Today is Friday. Tomorrow will be our four and a half hour raid day, yes. Oh, yeah. Easy. In and out. In and out. 15 minutes. Sfi, thanks for waking up yes. at 5 a.m. and then having a coffee like a maniac. Yeah, it wasn't waking up. <laughs> that was that was staying awake. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Things are bad, okay? Diablo 4 has done things to me. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can find me on Sfi <laughs> on Twitch, FFSfi on Twitter. Um, I haven't been streaming much recently. A lot of real life stuff going on, but uh, I will be picking that back up. If I do stream in the next week or so, it's probably going to be Diablo Four. If after that though, we got sixteen coming out, so I'm going to be slamming that. So if you don't like watching Happy play that because he's too good at it, watch me. Because I'm going <laughs> to suck. I've, I've played the demo once. I'm not going to touch it again. I didn't do the iconic challenge because I'm going to be awful all the way through. That's the plan. And it's a good plan. By the way, are you uh, are you World Three or World World Four right now? In the oh, I've been a hundred for like a week. Oh Jesus! Yeah. He got to a hundred in like two days, man. He literally you know stayed who up you're like, talking to. He literally <laughs> stayed God. up for thirty hours. This is you don't understand that Sfia is a I will die before I finish this. I will either finish this game or die first. One of the two will happen. With everything, yeah. yeah. I was playing Harvest Stella religiously, and he beat me by like three days finishing it. It was ridiculous. Good game. That was a really good game, actually. Love it sure game. was, and you fucking finished like an eighty-hour game in four days. There's not a whole lot of hours to spare. That was actually really long. But yeah, I did, I did spend a lot of time on that game, and D4 <laughs> is a time sink. Right I'm hoping that it carries me over to uh, to sixteen release. I'm so, God, dude. I'm so looking forward to it. So looking forward to it. Sly, speaking of Diablo 4, since I know you're imbibing on that, what do you got going on? Not like, apparently not like Sphere. Jesus Christ. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Um, as far as like what I have coming up, ooh, my birthday is coming up July 3rd. Uh, the pre-party, the pre-birthday party will be on July 1st since that's first Saturday. However, for my birthday, I decided to do something kind of unique. Because um, normally I could just fuck around in 14 or whatever game and just, you know, play a game, drink, make some, make some food, happy birthday, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but this year I wanted to do something special. I wanted to, because the 14 uh, category is growing ever so steadily on Twitch. And, uh, I wanted to kind of highlight, um, you know, some of the newer, some of the newer 14 creators or some of the old creators, no matter what size. I, so I plan on doing an all day interview-a-thon, I guess. And I have a form up for it. So if you want to sign up for it, uh, there's the form and the tweet. It doesn't matter what size you are. You know, 
I don't give a shit. I'm just an old man. I want somebody to talk to. That's it. And that's what I'm going to be doing for my birthday. So there you go. Uh, feel free to sign up for that. And yeah, it's pretty much what I got going on. Just a bunch of planning. Uh, Haps, what about you? What's going on with you? Come on now. As if you don't know. Final Fantasy Wait, 16. Yeah. I have played through the mm-hmm. demo over 70 times at this point. <laughs> I, I, um, how, how long does it, how long does it take now that you've done it a bunch of times? I, I, so every time I try to practice some specific skill so I don't speed through them. Um, parrying was the most recent one, um, because the parry is very specific in, in 16. Um, parrying being when weapons clash and time slows down, not a block or a, a dodge of any kind. So, uh, probably like 20 minutes if I really wanted to. I could go faster than that, way faster than that, but I, I could oh, do okay. it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm also talking about the iconic challenge. I thought you were talking about the story. Oh, no, the story. Like, if, if I if I skip the cutscenes, if I skip the cutscenes, that'll take about oh yeah, probably about twenty minutes if I skip the cutscenes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of cutscenes in the first couple hours of the game, mm-hmm. so uh, very very story dense. And not to mention that if you just hold down the touchpad, it'll give you active lore on every element in the cutscene at any point. If you're ever confused or forget about something, and maybe things you didn't even know you wanted to know, unless they might be important later. So, always bear that in mind in every single cutscene. There's some pretty random ones in there that you're like, hmm? With certain hmm. elements, like some sort of passing things is said, and it's just like, you press it, and all of a sudden there's like backstory on it, and you're like, oh, okay. Would highly advise that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna play that game a lot. I, uh, for those who don't know, Devil May Cry is my second favorite franchise, uh, of all time. And I have spent hundreds of, I spent 400 hours on Devil May Cry 5, I think. Sheesh. Approximately. Yeah. So, I, pl- I played these games a little bit. From time to time. And then Armored Core 6 comes out in a couple months. Oh yeah. Give me that Armored Core. The new gameplay. I actually forgot to mention one thing. This weekend, uh, my very good buddy Skull is doing Shadowbringers in its entirety in the weekend in one long stream. So, if you're uh, if you're somebody who enjoys watching somebody else do like the good story parts of the game, he's he's doing the entire thing this weekend. So you can see him in the category all weekend. I just say hi to him. Pretty funny. He is a funny dude, and uh, he hasn't done Shadowbringers yet, and he, he wants to get all the way up through it, so he's doing a 48-hour a Shadowbringers marathon. Skullbringers. Skullbringers, yep. There you go. I like it. If you want to drop his link, you can. Sure. In the chat. Might as well. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, that's going to be a wrap for our show. We'll do a very short post-show so everyone can be on their way and do whatever they got to do. Uh, I know I'm hungry. No gym for me today, but I am hungry. There you go. Skull, Skull Link. So, thank you everyone for joining us for this fun little discussion on Anabasers. We will have absolutely no fucking chance of a show next week. Zero, negative 500% <laughs> of a fucking chance of there being a show next week. Uh, cause 16 will be out and I don't know when you'll see me again. That's, that's, that's just the bottom line. I just don't know. So, I mean, you'll see me every day, but not here. Let's, uh, everywhere else, but not, not here. No, not a fucking chance. So. Wouldn't it specifically be here? If it- I mean, like, on State of the Realm, no. Oh, okay, but... You won't see me here. You'll see me on the other screen where I'm in the bottom left corner and the game is on the screen. There you go. So, yeah. 
You'll see. Yeah. Listen, don't fucking poke holes in my logic. We're ending the show. All right. <laughs> How about that. All right. Everyone, we'll see you when we see you. Till then. Bye. Bye bye. See you. See you soon.